All right. Welcome to the Brother Ben X podcast. Before we get started, put your name. Well, now you ain't got to put your name. Where you're from in the comment section. Let me know who we got in the podcast today. This is going to be a long podcast, and we're going to have a call-in show today. This is going to be a long podcast, and we're going to have a call-in show today because I want to know what y'all thoughts is as well. So before we get started, man, let me know where y'all from. I see Micah J in the house. Oh, man, let me see who got in. Let me know where y'all from now. Where we tuning in from? We're going to be talking about T.D. Jakes and this comment about women being raised to be men. We got Raleigh in the house. Oh, we got the DMV. We we them boys in the house. Alethea's in the house. Martin Raleigh, Los Angeles. Brother Michael all the way from Los Angeles. Maisha from Los Angeles. Oh, we got King, D.C., Washington, D.C., Corey from Detroit. Far from Detroit. Chambers from Cali. Oh, man, we got Brother Melvin from from Maryland. Jameer from Chicago. Melissa from Houston. Anthony from Southside Chicago. Yahweh Ben-Yah from New Orleans. Wanda from Louisiana. Baker, Louisiana. Kevin from Mississippi. Angela from Nashville. Oh, man, we got uh, Annetta from Houston. Man, old, Old Hounds from Greenville. Demetri from St. Petersburg, Florida. Memphis in the house. Adrian, San Diego. Oh, man, everybody's in the house tonight. Y'all tuning in from all over the world. Look at this. Kenneth from Arkansas. Man, we got Kevin from Oakland. We got Seattle in the house. P-P-P-Town. Uh, oh, man, we finna get it going now. So let me go ahead and share the clip. Now, before we get started, if you guys would like to support the show, you guys can go to www.supportbnx.com if you would like to donate via Cash App, dollar sign, Brother Ben X. Now, we're going to play the clip because that's what went viral, right? Everybody saw this clip, but if you did not see the clip, here's the clip. This breaks all sociological order that the culture we're living in now because we are raising up women to be men. This breaks all sociological order that the culture we're living in now. Because we are raising up women to be men. And you are not applauded for your femininity. You are applauded in the contemporary society by how tough, rough, nasty, mean, aggressive, hateful, possessive you are and you are climbing the corporate ladder, but we are losing our families. I know you can buy your own car. I know you can buy your own house, but until you create a need that I can pour into, I have no place in your life. So stop coming home bragging to me about how much you don't need me and wonder why I shy away. Oh, y'all ain't going to talk back to me this morning. Oh, snap now. And this done went all over the world. It done went viral. We done had many people get a commentary on it. Now, I want to listen to it one more again. We're gonna listen to it one. We're gonna listen to it one more again to see what he was saying because I think 
maybe some may have taken it out of context. I see a lot of women upset. I've been seeing a lot of tweets. I've been seeing a lot of commentary. Let's listen to it again so you can get a good listen. This breaks all sociological order that the culture we're living in now. Because we are raising up women to be men. And you are not applauded for your femininity. You are applauded in the contemporary society by how tough, rough, nasty, mean, aggressive, hateful, possessive you are. And you are climbing the corporate ladder, but we are losing our families. I know you can buy your own car. I know you can buy your own house. But until you create a need that I can pour into, I have no place in your life. So stop coming home bragging to me about how much you don't need me and wonder why I shy away. Oh, y'all ain't going to talk back to me this morning. Now, is that true or is it false? Did he lie? That's all we need to ask before we move forward. Did he lie? Because I think some people may have given strawman arguments to what he said. He said that you coming home bragging to me about how much you don't need me. See, some people thought he said or portraying as if he said you coming home bragging about making money. I ain't hear one clip where he said it's a problem with you making money. Matter of fact, I'm going to listen to it one more time because they say three times is the charm. Let me listen to it that third time. This breaks all sociological order that the culture we're living in now. Because we are raising up women to be men. And you are not applauded for your femininity. You are applauded in the contemporary society by how tough, rough, nasty, mean, aggressive, hateful, possessive you are. And you are climbing the corporate ladder, but we are losing our families. I know you can buy your own car. I know you can buy your own house. But until you create a need that I can pour into, I have no place in your life. So stop coming home bragging to me about how much you don't need me and wonder why I shy away. Oh, y'all ain't going to talk back to me this morning. Oh, we're going to talk back on this podcast. Now, I seen some video, I seen some stuff where the picture was being painted as if he was saying, oh, just if y'all don't want women to go out and be productive, just say that. Oh, if y'all don't want women to go. And I'm like, what clip were they listening to? It is a fact. Okay. That if you come home telling a man about how much you don't need him. 
That is, that is going to mess some stuff up. But they took it as they as if if it's he as as if he's saying they're coming home talking about they work. They coming home talking about how much money she done made. He just saying, hey, don't come around here talking about how much you don't need me. Because if I'm a man, I'm a protector, provider, maintainer. And you talking about all this here and you don't need me. What is what need do I feel? What you need me for? So let's look at some of the tweets that I, I was going looking at some tweets from the sisters. So she said, basically, T.D. Jakes is saying men are tough, rough, nasty, mean, aggressive, hateful, possessive people who climb their corporate ladder and lose their families by hurting, betraying, lying, cheating on women. See this? See how they just turn that thing on them? How she get that? I think he put a period in that. Then he went on. We can't combine the sentences, sisters. I know it was a tough message. I know it was a a, a piercing message, but don't combine the sentences. That's not what he was saying women are per se. He's saying that, you know, when they get into that mode, that it's almost that's what's being, you know, promoted, you know, to be rough and to be tough and to be mean. And to he's not saying that's how men are. Or that's how women are, you know, just generally he was just making a just giving an example. I think that's just I think. This one says this whole moving around blaming black women for the downfall of the black family values, culture, etc. Looking at Kevin Sanger's followers and T.D. Jakes is really misguided. The problem is clearly a lack of strong male leadership and partnership. Now, I want y'all to remember this tweet right here, because what we're going to do on this podcast, y'all know on this podcast, we're not going to give you just no snippet. We're going to look at the context. Because if you just listen to what he said about maybe five to ten minutes in the lecture, he's saying some of the points and, and, and things that the women was tweeting. I said, wow. I said, they, they acting like he didn't say this in the lecture. So we're going to look at the lecture. Now, we ain't going to watch the whole thing, of course. But it don't take too long. If you just listen a little bit more, he actually said some of the things that they tweeting. So we can't judge a clip. Just because the clip went viral, but we don't look at the whole thing. Let's go to the next tweet. That Bishop T.D. Jake clip making the round is so dumb. Just say you don't want women to have a life independently of being a wife and a mother. Look at that. Look at how they summarizing that. Just say you don't want women to have a life independently of being a wife and a mother. Now, I think it's just me. I'm giving my commentary. I don't think he was saying don't, you know, he don't want you having an independent life. But when you have this life outside of being a mother and a wife, don't come home telling me you don't need me now. That's I think that's all he's saying based on the clip. Don't come home with your chest stuck out to me now because you didn't got you a little good job. That's all I think he's saying. So, oh, no, I don't think that. Let's go to the next clip. What also pisses me off about this, T.D. Jakes has made bank off of the backs of these very women he is now degenerating or denigrating. I down the hill and say he owes his success to these successful independent women. So since they so out of God's will, maybe they should stop tithing. Okay. All right. So now he then came out and said something that's true. 
Now they should stop tithing because he done said some truth that may be a little against what they may be thinking. Because he done made some money off of some women. Now that he comes out and tells the truth about a situation. And what I mean by tells the truth, the truth is if you climb in the corporate ladder, cool. But when you come home and you telling me you don't need me, now that ain't cool. You see what I'm saying? And what he's saying is as a man, I need something to be able to pour into. You have things that I need. Well, you have things, uh, uh, you, you got things that I need. I got things that you need. So there has to be this, you know, as a man, I want to be, I want my woman to feel she need me. You know what I mean? That's what he, that's, that's what he's saying. So no, why, why should they stop tithing? Because he done said something that's truthful about the black family. He didn't say nothing wrong. He didn't say nothing. I don't think he said anything, you know, bad. You know, to the one thing he disrespected women, he just was saying, hey, man, don't bring that here telling me you don't need me. Let's look at the next tweet. He said, and this is the tweet I want to get to right here. He said, I actually listen. Hold on. He said, I actually listened to the entire T.D. Jake sermon. And that one minute clip is taken way out of context. Posted to Twitter to simply get a reaction and disregard 95 percent of what was actually said. Then another one, I saw this one. That clickbait article caused an unnecessary uproar about a sermon that was actually very powerful for men. I was, she said, I was there. So when I saw it exploding, I was thoroughly confused. So what we're going to do right now, y'all, we're going to listen to the lecture ourselves. Not the whole thing, but we're going to listen to it to get the full context. So that we, this group of people, is not going out making opinions and saying stuff without getting the full context because we don't want nobody doing that against us, right? So let's listen. And God shall be all in all, complete within himself, lacking nothing. That's why when we pray, we say, Our Father. Everything came out of him. Real men pour in. When Adam is created and Eve is pulled out of him, he breaks the divine order because men were designed to pour in when he started receiving from her. If Adam had not allowed Eve to pour into him, sin would have never come into the world. Sin came into the world because Adam broke the order. We were not designed to receive from women. Your self-esteem is compromised when you have to ask your wife for lunch money. I'm not saying you got to be rich. I'm not saying you got to be uh, famous. I'm saying that you have got to be the one who pours in, not the one who takes out. When now, what y'all think about that? Is, it, is that the truth about uh, Adam started eating out? You know, uh, when, you know, it is a little something asking you want for lunch money. If it's every week, uh, you know. 
It's every week now. Now let me ask y'all this. I think, I think, I think I know what's going on. I want to get a consensus within the comment section. Do y'all still believe in roles? Do y'all do we do y'all still believe men pay the bills? Women home, do y'all not believe that's not a thing no more? So, in other words, is it cool if y'all go out and, and your woman say, I got it, babe? Is it cool if she pumped the gas? Has we have we not eliminated all that now? When the woman do 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 the men walk on the inside of the curb now? Do the women get to open the door for the men now? I'm just trying to figure out have things changed? Cause I keep hearing this old, oh, that's that old talk. That's that old traditional. Oh, that's that old back in the day. Well, damn, when, when did the memo, when did this memo go out and say, hey, we have officially made changes. It's it's open, it's open season now. Women pump your gas, it don't matter. Women walk on the outside of the curb if you want. When, when, when did this um when did it change? And then what changed? How do we pick and choose what changed? Because at the end of the day, that's what this going about. This this what this going to bear down to. Because he's saying that men pour in. He's talking about men being the providers and men doing certain things. But if we believe that these things have changed and that's no longer how things can go, then that's where the disagreement is going to come from. But let's continue. Out of his wife's hand, sin came in. Because so, so in other words, do y'all? Somebody said it should all be fifty-fifty. Do y'all believe it should all be fifty-fifty? Should women pump gas fifty percent of the time? Open the door fifty percent of the time? Should women take out the trash fifty percent of the time? They all pay bills fifty percent of the time. Cook fifty percent of the time. Clean, wash dishes fifty percent of the time. What is, what do we mean by fifty-fifty? What does 50-50 look like? Does 50-50 look like I'm going to do 50, 100% of me, and then you do 100% of you, and that's 50-50, or is 50-50? Now we just split everything. When we go out to eat, we we 50-50 on that bill. How much is it? Okay, baby, send me, send me your half on cash out. What does it look like? The divine order was broken. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? And Adam all of a sudden has allowed the curse to come because he stopped pouring. Women be careful about pouring too much into us. We are designed to pour into you. And you are designed to take what we pour into you and increase it and make it better. You increase it, you appreciate it, and you multiply it. This breaks all sociological order that the culture we're living in now. Because we are raising up women to be men. 
and you are not applauded for your femininity. You are applauded in the contemporary society by how tough, rough, nasty, mean, aggressive, hateful, possessive you are, and you are climbing the corporate ladder, but we are losing our families. I may be saying he lying. No. Ain't nobody doing that. Okay, well, if ain't nobody doing that, why this song don't win viral right here? I'm F-R-E-E, fuck nigga free. Fuck. That mean I ain't got a word by no fuck nigga chick. Now, I know y'all don't want to hear that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't think, yeah, them pastors listening to this song going viral. So he ain't said nothing wrong. He hear that song going viral. And y'all done heard that song going viral. And y'all hear all the, uh, y'all see all the sisters singing the song, twerking to it. Y'all done heard this song going viral. It's all over the world right now. Look at this song. I'm F-R-E-E, fuck nigga freak. Fuck. That mean I ain't. And it go hard too. It's a bad song, but it, it be jamming and everything. It be jamming. You soon as you hear that song, come on, you be. Yeah, so don't act like it ain't going on. Don't act like ain't women talking about it. You done heard that song. It's all over Twitter. It's everywhere. Let me play it one more time. You done heard this song. Your daughter done heard this song. Your nephews done heard it. Oh, hey. Y'all done heard this song. I'm F-R-E-E, fuck nigga free. Fuck. That mean I ain't got a word by no fuck nigga cheap. And I'm S-I-N-G-L-E again. Y'all start hanging out the window with my wretched ass friends. I'm F-R-E. Y'all heard her. She free. She independent. See? She independent. She ain't got to worry about no man. She ain't got to worry about no N-word. She F, you know, she free. See? So don't act like it ain't being said now. See, this is this podcast going to keep it real. I know y'all wasn't expecting that, but that's, that's, that's what's really going on. Y'all done heard that song. So let's get back to what he's saying. I know you can buy your own car. I know you can buy your own house. But until you create a need that I can pour into, I have no place in your life. So stop coming home bragging to me about how much you don't need me and wonder why I shy away. Oh, y'all ain't going to talk back to me this morning. The conversation has become, let's prove to the men how indi- how dispensable they are. And it is born out of pain because we hurt you. Mm. Did y'all hear what he said? It's born out of pain because we hurt you. See that? A lot of stuff y'all talking about, oh, it was the man's fault. Oh, it was the, why did we get this way? Oh, how did we get here, mister? If y'all would have just listened for one or two more minutes, he just said, it's because we hurt you. He wasn't throwing it all on y'all. He wasn't blaming y'all. If you just listen one or two minutes. And betrayed you. And lied to you. And cheated to you. And you became like you became out of pain. But watch what is born out of pain. Now with the context, now with context, what did he say wrong? See what I'm saying? See, I see, see how stuff just go viral. What did he say wrong? 
women are acting independent. They being independent. They come in and they developing this mindset that I don't need no man. And he said, because we hurt you, betrayed you, lied to you, cheated on. What did he say wrong? What's the problem? Why so many people mad at this dude for saying that? See? But no, we just go off on him and Twitter. Everybody tweeting and Instagramming. It took you one minute. It took me five minutes to go find. Okay, where was he saying in the lecture? Listen for one or two minutes. Oh, okay. But Oni can never be king, only Benjamin. That that is born out of pain is the way you cope with disorder. Insist for better out of me rather than replacing me. Oh, Lord. I told you they wasn't going to like this, Jesus. Let's go from the scriptures to anatomy. Anatomically, men pour in. Life begins when men pour in. We were designed to pour in. You were designed to preserve what is poured in. As it is in the physical, so it is in the spiritual. We are designed to pour in. My wife's brother got sick the other day, really, really sick. And we were out of the country and I knew she was upset because I know her and I know how to read her signs. It's not that she falls apart or anything like that. She has little smoke signals that sent up that says SOS. And if you don't learn how to read the person's signals that you're married to, you can't stay with them. The Bible says dwell with a woman according to knowledge. The better you understand her, the better the chances you are of being able to be with her. So I knew she was upset. I came where she was and I sat down on the bed beside her and I started praying for her. And I started praying for her brother because men pour in. They're not indifferent. They're not deaf. They're not tone deaf. They're not emotionally detached. I could have kept doing what I was doing, but I understood as a man and the priest of my home, I didn't pray for her because she can't pray for herself. She often prays for me, but my ability to go in and be priest of my house and be worried about what she's worried about and care about what she cares about is what helps me to be a man that pours in. Pouring in is not just about money. You're not just a father because you sent a check. Let me do two things. I'm getting ahead of myself. First, there's a difference between being a good husband and being a good father. It is possible to be better at one than you are at the other. It is possible to be a better mother than you are a wife. That's why mothers easily align the children on their side because often she's a better, better at being a mother than a wife. And the mother become, the kids become her tribe, her support system. 
the moment she becomes shaky concerning him, she gathers her troops. Talk to me, ladies. She gathers her troops. Sometimes she gathers them because she knows he cares more about them than he does her. And it's a way to give him pain so he can feel what she's feeling. In other words, you're gathering your troops is not only to strengthen you, it is revenge. Since you took away what I love, I'm going to take away what you love. The only problem is, while you're getting revenge, you're hurting your kids. So you got the child support, but you didn't get the child support. Say, you know you teaching when you got it, when you hit one of them right here. Oh man, you know he on, you know he on fire. <laughs> Brother say, come on. He said, come on with it now. I'm on fire. He hitting them points, boy. The court can make a man pay child support, but they can't make him give child support because child support is not a check. It's attention. Come on, fathers. Come on, fathers. Jesus does not discuss how the father made him rich or famous. He talked about how the father loved him. When you take the father's love from the child, or the father doesn't know how to give love to the child outside of the woman, the child is damaged. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Hey, say, man, I, I think it's a bona fide message. See, go get all them people who are tweeting. Go get all them people who are making them videos. Go get all them people who are saying, oh, I'm finna lead a church. Lead a church for what? What did he say wrong? We just looking for a reason to lead a church. Let, let, let one preacher... Uh, ram your truck. Oh, see? No, I gotta, I'm finna leave the church. Carter, he done hit my, no, he didn't hit my car. We just look for any old reason to, to leave. We looking for any old reason to, to dump ship. You can't, what did he say wrong in this message that caused you to leave the church? Oh, I'm through with this. I see this is why I'm so, this is why I'm a spiritual person because see all that right there. He, everything he said to, was facts. But we don't listen long enough. We got that short attention span. I'm going to let y'all call in. I told y'all this is going to be a long message, right? Now, you know I got a balance. I'm finna, I'm finna play the minister now. Now we finna come on over and let the minister get on you. Now, I got some bona fide clips of the minister teaching about the role of the male and the female. So get ready. We still going to do the call-in show. So don't go to sleep yet. I know it's a little late, but don't go to sleep yet. We're going to do a call-in show. I'm going to let y'all call in because I want to hear from y'all. But listen to the minister right here talk about the nature of the man and the woman. Now I want to look at the nature of man and the nature of woman. Because unless we know the nature of a thing, we don't understand the actions of that which we're looking at. Uh-huh. 
Y'all all right? Look at the Bible. It says, after God made the man, he said, multiply, replenish the earth, subdue it. And he gave the man power and dominion over the fowl of the air, the fish of the sea, and every creeping thing that crawls upon the earth. Do you know why? There's not a lot of men in the church, but there's a lot of men in Union Temple Baptist. You don't see men like this in church. No, you don't. You don't see men like this in church. Church got a lot of old men, tired men. Am I telling the truth? The youth are in the street. They're not coming to church. But they come here. What is it about a man that makes a man attracted to the gospel? And what is it about a woman that makes us so attracted to the gospel and to the man Jesus? Yes, sir. Oh, brother. Come on, come on, come on. By nature, God gave man power and dominion. Then men cannot be a man unless he has power in order to exercise dominion. Yes, sir. That's the nature of every man. And whether you agree with me or not, in his nature, he knows he's supposed to have some power. Yes, sir. And he knows he's supposed to have rule, especially in his own house. Yes, and therefore, if he does not have the knowledge of how to establish his rule, yes, sir. and the woman see him weak and ineffective, uh -huh. Ooh, help me out. Then she look at him and say, I ain't bowing down to this. I ain't gonna respect this. Why, I control him. Anytime I want him to do something, I know what to do for him. So it becomes a game that we play. You use your nature as a woman. To put him in a condition where you can manipulate him and guide him around by his nose. So the Bible said, Ch children are their oppressors and women rule over them. That's not the nature in which God created this thing to go. And she can't respect no man that she rules. I'm going to say that again. She cannot respect any man that she rules because her dominion is over children. That's right. And when she rules you, you become her child. And that's why, and that's why, take it or leave it. And that's why your favorite word is that MF word. Because she's your mother instead of your wife. 
you wasn't looking for a wife because when you look for a wife you're looking to carry out a responsibility and a sacred duty but when you're looking for a mother you're looking for somebody to nurture you and take you by the hand and stroke you and do all kind of childish things to comfort a sniveling crying little black baby and that's why adultery is in the house of the black man. That's why women don't stay in our bed. Anybody's bed will do because she's still on the hunt. Not for Red October, but for a black man in September. The nature of the black man, <clears throat> the nature of all men, is to multiply, not sexually, I mean, that's part of it, but, you know, that's so academic, you know what I mean? You don't, you don't have to have a PhD degree to do that kind of multiply. But when you say multiply, you have a multiplier, a multiplicand, and a product. God said multiply. Replenish the earth. He's telling man, look. Look at what I put in you. Look at what I put around you. You are the multiplier. This is the multiplicand. Now bring you up a product. That's the nature of man. He's to multiply. He's to be a producer. And in productivity, he finds expression for the gifts of God that are within his being. And in finding the gifts of God within his being by becoming productive, he then glorifies his creator. Man is the glory of God. But if man is not productive of good and of righteous civilization, what does he need a woman for? That's our problem. We want a woman, but we don't want to know how to produce. And you're taking fire into your bosom when you want a woman, but you don't want to know how to become productive because whether she understands it or not she's looking for you to be productive her nature is to help you if you're doing something but she can't help you to do nothing so if you're doing nothing don't bother with a woman because you're taking fire into your bosom. 
she'll burn you in the night and burn you in the day come on baby light my fire she'll light it all right because a non-productive man I don't care how handsome you look you become ugly to your mate listen now that's your nature what is her nature in the Bible God says he created the woman from the man to be the help meet not M-E-A-T but the M-E-E-T yeah, what that mean? Help me. Help me. It means that God has given man a duty, a responsibility to become a producer. You don't produce without help. And you can't find a better helper to do anything in this world than a woman who believes in her man. Now, what did God put in you? See, your nature is to nurture and your nature is to comfort and console. So the Quran says, in the woman he should find peace and quiet of mind not quiet of body but quiet of mind how do you rest his mind sister when that man is productive when he comes home he needs to rest and draw strength again to go back and produce some more so God gives him a woman who knows how to comfort and console and look not only knows how happy to do it because he's so productive here comes that man of mine here he comes get it all ready for him because he's coming on home wait a minute children I gotta get pretty for my man he's coming home she ain't coming to the door looking like the wreck of the Hesperus she get herself together perfume herself when he gets up to the gate he can smell the, the biscuits in the oven You say, wait a minute. I'm a professional woman. And you're, and you're a failure. Don't tell me nothing about your profession. You're a failure if you can't keep a man. No profession can make you happy. No profession. Call yourself whatever the hell you want to. If there ain't a man in your life to make you happy, your profession can never do for you what God made man to do for you.
Now look here. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad taught us that the only heaven for man is woman. I'm going to say that again. You want to go to heaven? Heaven ain't where you go sit out. You got to work your way to heaven. You got to earn your way to heaven. You got to do something so that heaven can reward you and bless you. A woman is a blessing to a man. But she's a cursing to a non-productive fool that is masquerading in the garments of a man. So now, now that we look at our natures, and I'm telling you, you got this nature, sister, you know it. When you find the right man, I'm going to, you call him Mr. Right. Mr. Right, he may not be the most handsome. At first, you may say, oh. You may turn up your nose at him because you're looking for Mr. Right to be. Yeah. <laughs> you're looking for Mr. Right. To be so tall, so broad and strong, Mr. Right may come looking like Mr. Wrong. <laughs> and at first you reject him, but after a while you begin to converse. <coughs> and you see he got knowledge. And he attracts you. Then you see he's productive. He's doing something. And when you ask him, what are you doing? And he tells you, you say, mm. <laughs> Listen, I know y'all thought this was going to be a different type of show. Some people thought this was going to be a bashing show. Oh, yeah, you need to correct. No. So let me know. Is this a nice podcast, man? Are y'all enjoying this podcast, man? Let me know your feedback in the comment section. Also, if you're not subscribed to my YouTube, some of y'all watching this stream live on Facebook, but come subscribe to my YouTube. My podcast is back. I'm back doing my podcast. I ain't did a podcast in months. If y'all want to support me, go to supportbenx.com via Cash App, dollar sign, brother Ben X. And don't forget, we are going to do a live call-in show. After I finish showing y'all these clips of the minister, I'm going to let y'all call in and share y'all perspective as well. I could help this man. And you know what? You'll even pick up a book and learn something about what he's into so you can help him do it better. And when you start falling in love with him, then your voice changes. Yeah. You don't say, get out in here. Your voice gets real soft and sweet and mellow. Hello, baby. How are you?
I just couldn't help it, Alice. I was just here thinking about you, you know? waiting for you to come on home. You can come by motorboat. You, you can jump on a magic carpet and float, but get here if you can. <laughs> You're sweet. You're tender. And that's the way you really want to be all the time. You don't want to be no hard-hearted Hannah. But you can't help yourself. Because we don't bring the best out of you. We bring the worst out of you. And then condemn you. But it ain't our fault. It's not our fault. These are great men. Every one of them is a great man. But the white man that you call the man using the definite article meaning he's not only a man but he is the example of what men should be uh -huh. lie he is so afraid of anybody else being a producer in his world That's but right. him That's right. he crushes your ability to create and produce. I'm the man here, nigga. You ain't gonna produce nothing. I'm the producer, you come work for me. And what do you say? I'm looking for a job. And when Whitey had one, he loved to give a nigga a job. Sweeping you, pushing you, pulling. Or you come out of college and use your degree to further his corporate stuff. And then you go home to your black wife. Hey, baby. Yeah, you know, I just got a raise. I'm, I'm now the vice president in, in, in charge of um, physical fitness in the corporation. <laughs> And you bring her home a larger paycheck and you wonder why she's not really happy. She don't know why either. But deep down inside, she instinctively knows you ain't living up to what God expects from you as a man. And therefore, you can't get from her what you expect from a woman. Now, the only way Come on. we can have our genesis is somebody has to break the magnetic attraction between us as men and our oppressor. And somebody has to stop us from looking to him to fulfill our needs yeah. but look to God and 
into yourself and out of yourself become a producer once again and that's why most didn't like the honorable Elijah Muhammad because Elijah Muhammad used strange language to break the magnetic attraction he said the white man is the devil and we said he teaches hate he's awful the white man without the white man we wouldn't have this without the white man we wouldn't have that without the white man shut up without the black man and woman you wouldn't have no white man The word devil only implied that they stood in opposition to God's law and way. And since God made you a producer and they said no nigga is going to produce, they stood as an adversary. God made you to be free, they said enslave the nigga. God made you to justify your existence. And you haven't justified your existence by being yourself because you don't know yourself. And if you don't know yourself, you can't be yourself. So the enemy stands here keeping you from your destiny. So God has to remove the enemy from you and remove you from the enemy so you can have your genesis. So in the beginning when he made light, he separated the light from the darkness and one part he called day and the other part he called night. And they don't coexist. When night comes, day goes. When day comes, night goes. If the white man is going to rule, you are not going to make it. You keep under his rule, you will stay a nigger hurt dissatisfied and your women will be just like they are right now but until we as men recognize that white rule got to end where we are concerned I don't know what the women want and I don't really care because they gonna follow us if we stop following God ain't no place for the woman to go but to stand by our side and help us make a nation all right so that was the honorable minister lewis farrakhan talking about the nature of the male and the female see with my podcast man i just like to be a little different i could have came on here and just shared the clip let people call in and everybody just give their opinion and about the clip but i said no <laughs> we gotta have that holistic effect I got to make sure when you leave this podcast, you may came thinking, oh, we've just finna talk about TDJ. No, that's just the, see, T, that was just the, 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 the subject or, 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 uh, what do you call it? The mascot to get you in. We're going to talk about it, but you got to leave with a holistic effect or a holistic teaching that takes you home with a new perspective about ourselves as men, about ourselves as women. 
So we're not done yet. Are we really going to do the calling show? But I got to make sure that the teachings get to you. So that when you leave this podcast tomorrow, I know what you're going to say. I know you're going to give your disclaimer. No, I ain't in the nation. Y'all love to get a disclaimer. See, y'all don't know. You're so scared or whatever the case may be. But you got to get your disclaimer. I ain't in the nation. But man, that part, boy, what the minister was saying, that was on point. I know what you say. I ain't, you know, I don't agree with everything that he say, but boy, that podcast, boy, that what the minister was saying, boy, that was on. Now listen, I ain't no Muslim now. I ain't, I ain't, I'm not no Muslim now, but more that teaching. Y'all know how y'all do. You know, you got to give your disclaimer. So this one right here, the minister's talking about the role. I'm going to let the, the minister's about to talk about the role of the woman. Then I'm going to bring it back. He's going to talk about the role of the man. Then I got one more video where he's going to talk about the role of the woman. And then we're going to open up the phone lines. Okay. Is that cool with y'all? See, we, we are natural men. But women are our trial. The woman is the woman of God. You stand up and preach with the spirit of God. A woman wants to comfort you. That's her nature. She's born as a consoler of the man. Because it's the man's job to struggle against the forces in nature to overcome them for his woman, for his family, for his future. And when you're a struggler like that, a woman's duty is to console and comfort you and rub your head and run the bath water for you and cook a meal for you. So <laughs> say, say, the minister say, rub you. I mean, he say, cook a meal for you. I mean, he met that boy. Brothers, y'all know that's what we want. We just want our head rubbed. Now make us a little, make us some bath water and cook a good meal for you. <laughs> boy, you cook that brother a good meal, boy. Cook him a good meal. He don't want no McDonald's. He don't want no TV dinner. No, man. He don't want no, no. He say a good meal. <laughs> good meal to do it, one it, brother. Don't you tell me, pretty woman. Prettiness can't give health and well-being to your family. We know you're pretty. But when a man wakes up and he want to go out and work, you got to send him out right. That's your BMW, baby. Your black man working. You got to send him out right. And he'll bring it back to you. <laughs> hey, can y'all imagine what the brother just said to the, to the dude? Let me go back a little bit. Can y'all imagine what the brother just told the deacon behind the minister? Look, hold on. All right, so look, look, I'm going to go back 30 seconds. Look at how the, when the brother, when the minister said that, look how the brother got up. You got to send him out right. 
look, say, look at dude, look at, look at the brother right here. He say, hey, talk about that. Stay right there, brother. Middle. Hey, that brother, bus boy, that's that hit the that hit the spot for that brother. Look, listen to right. That's your BMW, baby. Your black man working. You gotta send him out right. And he'll bring it back to you. <laughs> say, look at, say, look how he say, he say, what? He say, man, I'm finna, go, I'm finna join the FOY. <laughs> hey, the minister hit the spot for that brother, boy. Say, the minister, boy, he, he touched on something that brother been thinking about for years, boy. Look at that brother right there, boy. well-being to your family soul and comfort my bad, you my bad y'all i'm messing it up let me let me let me fix it let me fix it hey because right here i already know what he done told that brother right here yeah right here right here when the minister got right here your black man working you gotta send him out right and he'll bring it back to you. <laughs> Why are he telling the brother, say, Pastor, listen, man, it's been good being at the church with you. But, man, I'm finna go ahead and join the nation, soldier. <laughs> he say, and then he ended off with, Assalamu alaikum. <laughs> he say, say, he hit the brother with the greeting. The minister hit on a point that this brother been thinking about for the past Five years, that brother's on point. Teach us. <laughs> say, look at the right of brother say, teach us. <laughs> hey, big bro. Hey, that brother, we need to get in contact with that brother. I know that brother's in the rank somewhere. Look at what he said. Brother say, teach us. Teach us. Teach us. Teach us. I'll close that point with this. Civilization is never measured by a man. The degree of civilization in any society is measured by the woman. Any society. <laughs> say, that brother say, teach us, <laughs> teach us, <laughs> that brother that was trying to get somebody attention, boy, ooh, I know that brother's a top soldier right now somewhere in Muhammad's ranks, <laughs> that brother there, that brother Joe off that one message of the minister, that brother say, teach us, <laughs> ooh, golly, Boy, that was the message there for that brother, boy. God, dog. Woo! All right, now, family. We done had our fun. Now, brothers, the minister finna hit us now. Now the minister finna come home, and he finna talk about our role as men, and then we're going to get to the women, and then we're going to open up the phone lines. Is Brother Ben here? Brother Ben. 
Now, Ben got a heck of a program. A lot of people listening to Brother Ben. And Ben tells them about the minister. And Ben tells them about the minister. What is the role of the man? Allah says in the Quran, and men are what? What? Let's stop right there. Do you know that's a big job, brother? To be a maintainer of something? I came to the mosque the other day. I saw peeling in the ceiling. I don't know whether you saw it, but I saw it. I said, there's a leak somewhere. Well, that needs what? Maintenance. And the longer you wait, the worse it gets. What is our job as men? Maintenance. All right, let's start physical and go spiritual and go big. Now, there's biological needs. Food, she needs to eat. You didn't find her emaciated. You found her with some flesh on the bones, which means she was eating. <clears throat> and when she comes <clears throat> under your maintenance, she hopes to continue. When you found her, she didn't have a fig leaf on. I think she had on clothes. If she didn't tell me. <laughs> of course she did. Well, maintenance me. You can't have the woman hungry and raggedy. Is that right, sisters? Yes, you sharp as a tack. Got the latest style, fine shoes. Your wife got run over shoes. Tacky dress. Can't get her hair done or weaved or something. These styles that they got today is expensive, brother. There was a time she could just flop a headpiece on and cover up what was not fixed up. But today, she got to go to the hairdresser. And you should find one of your own. Keep your money as best you can in your circle. Strengthen each other. That's the way it should be done. But of course, hair is a big thing. I know with me, I like a particular barber. I like the way he cuts my hair. So he becomes my barber till he's dead. 
or till I die. My point is that when you saw her, how was her hair? It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't nice if she was fixed up, wasn't she? Yeah, she had to struggle to do that, brother. I mean, she knew she was coming to meet you. She got it together, man. I don't know how she pulled it and did what, but she got it together. She did not come to you looking a wreck. Then you can't maintain her in a wrecked state. You see her appeal in the roof. What you supposed to do? You see her hair undone. That's a peel in her roof, brother. <laughs> and you sure don't want it to rain on her parade. <laughs> now, this is physical. You got to keep her up. Now, you notice... The messenger didn't say good houses. He said good homes. And a house is not a home. We'll get to that. You got to put the woman in a home. I know, brother, you're in an apartment, I hope, or in a room, and if you're in a room, you ain't going to stay married long if you stay in a room, brother. you in your mother's house? Oh, that's a no-no. That is a total no-no. Well, for economic reasons, I went to stay with my mother. How long? How long can your wife be herself in your mother's house? That's your mother's stove. That's your mother's dishes. That's your mother's refrigerator. You are not maintaining that woman you got a problem, so she's demanding something. Uh, look, honey, when we gonna get out of here? She don't wanna talk about your mother. That's just not respectful. Cause she know you love your mother, but your mother's a pain. Well, he don't like that. He likes this. <laughs> oh, no, honey. He don't like it like that. Put more stuff in here. No, let, get out of the way. Let me show you how to do it. You're just a nasty little housekeeper. My son likes his shirt starched. So when you come home after a paper push, you swear you did your duty. 
And then she says, honey, when are we going to move? And you say, look, I done told you. And don't ask me that no more. Why your mother is a pain. What? And the only way you can put a stop to male and female abuse of each other is you got to play your role. Now I'm starting with brother man. Brother, you can't play your role without money. That's why the lessons say money, good home, friendship, money. So a lazy brother can never be a good husband. Let's start right there. A lazy man who really don't want nothing, don't need a wife. If you have no object in life, no vision of where you want to go, you don't need a wife. But brothers, the job, you got to take it as your job. If your wife has a job, you know, that's an added blessing. And that's the way any man should consider it. That's a blessing that your wife can bring money into the house. But really, that's your job. And you should feel bad as a man that your wife got to work to help feed you and your children. If you a man, you go to bed at night thinking, I got to do something about this. That's right. That's right. You got to find another way to work a little harder. So you can get more money. So you can be a physical maintainer of your wife. Now, brothers? Yes, sir. Soon I'm going to send investigators by. Yes, sir. To see how you live. Because you look good, but if I followed you home, what would I find? A cardboard box with a paper plate on it? Brothers, there's no woman that is self-respecting that can be a good wife to you if she does not see progress in making a home for her. Now, if I could help to make men in that FOI that are so strong mentally, spiritually, and morally, and physically, that they will go out and make the money that they will be able to start in an apartment and tell me in a few years of being in the mosque, my wife, I put her in 
a home. I carpeted the floor. I gave her the modern conveniences. But she ain't never satisfied. She ain't made that way. She is not made to let you get comfortable on what you did yesterday. She really is the epitome of the lesson. What are you doing today for me, baby? My bad. Y'all couldn't hear that? She really is the epitome of the lesson. What are you doing? (laughs) Maintenance is every day. Maintaining the wife is every day. Y'all can hear it now, though, right? We good? Every day, every day, open the refrigerator. Is there enough food? Every day. What is needed to keep the home? You mean you don't have Tide, you don't have Bounce, you don't have Clorox, you don't have scouring powder, you don't have mouthwash, you ran out of toothpaste. You say, well, baby, look, put your finger in your mouth and rub it across. (laughs) Some of us think that our wives should be happy with nothing. Wow. All right, family, so listen, we got one more 
video, and that's the role of the woman. So get ready, sisters. This is the role of the woman coming up next. And after that, we're doing our phone call. If you guys would like to support my show, go to www.supportbnx.com to become a monthly supporter. If you all would like to just donate to the program, Cash App is dollar sign, Brother Ben X. Last one before we get the call in. Here we go. Now, I know she wants that big house. That big car. But uh, you better need some big money. <laughs> so if we ain't got the big money, be big patience. That's right. That's right. That's but sisters, God gives us more than anybody gives, Allah gives. And all he expects from us is prayer and gratitude. Now, what does God expect from his woman? Come on. Hey, baby, I brought you in existence. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you like your body? I give it to you. I formed it for you. You like it? Yeah, I did that. Little it is that you give thanks. Ingratitude makes Allah displeased with us. Everything we got, brothers, Allah gave it to us. So we should be grateful to Him. And when your husband does something nice for you, sisters, what should you do? What should you do? Be grateful. Don't just say th oh, oh, thanks. <laughs> and your mouth all curled up funny. Now somebody said the volume low again. The volume low? I don't know. It seemed pretty good to me. Is the volume good on y'all in? Make over what he does. He'll do more. Because he really wants, if he's any kind of man or husband at all, he really wants to please you. And you don't know, it makes a man feel so good when he knows he has pleased the one he loves. And when he ain't trying and don't want to please you no more, trouble is in the house. But when he comes home, sister, look how pretty y'all look tonight. I bet he ain't seen you looking like this in a long time. I'm only... But you all look so radiant, so beautiful. That's what made the man fall in love with you, girl. Be pretty for him. If he's a good husband, be pretty. Fix yourself up. Fix yourself up. You do it if you're going for some other man. Why not do it for the man that's maintaining you? You know he's coming home. The way you look is consolation to him. You know, it's nice to hear your husband say, baby, you sure look good. How long has it been? <laughs> baby, mm, you sure smell good. How long? 
<laughs> you remember how you used to perfume? Talk to me. Sister's getting a little embarrassed, you know what I mean? Did you put on perfume when you was going out to courting? Yes, you did. You made sure you had a little something here, a little something behind the ear. Powdered yourself down all pretty nice, you know. Now there ain't no powder in the house. <laughs> <laughs> can't find the perfume bottle. That's funny, but that's your role. When he comes home, the house is what he sees. He walks in the door, I die. go in the kitchen, dishes. He go in the bedroom, the bed ain't made. He go in the bathroom, jewelry all in the tub. Everybody's rings is there. Place smelling funky. When he hit the door, you ugly, the house of his He went there, and you come right back. You don't know what it's like. I've been in here with your crazy children all day long. And I'm just sick and tired of this. This is not a good tape, but seriously. <laughs> now the, the house the attitude and the spirit in the house is gone he go in the kitchen where's the dinner I popped this in the oven. Say, hey, baby, come on. He said, ah, damn. All right, I, I'm leaving. And he go to Subway. And get a 12-foot sandwich. And come back home. Now he mad, you mad. Time to go to bed now. Sometime conversation starts. Ill motivated. You use each other for pleasure, but you don't serve each other. You make a prostitute 
out of her and you become a pimp. She's angling for something that she deserved and using sex as the way to get it. After the relationship, honey, remember them shoes we saw? Now what is that? That ain't no way to have a righteous communion. You don't use sex to get what you deserve just by that man being your husband. And sisters, if the man is a good husband, you don't punish him by depriving him of yourself. I'll show him. <laughs> you are his consoler. When he comes home and he's in that work and he's bothered, what do you do for him? He really don't want to hear griping. You got to pick the time. Minute to get in the door, honey, you're chilling the door me. Beat the hell out of him, I don't care. When the man come in, if he's been out working with us, he, he's been catching hell. When he get in the door, that's his home. That's his place where he gets refueled to go back out there again. So your job, listen now, physically is to look the part, keep your home up to par, and then have a conversation for him that gives him peace. And quiet of mind. That's your job. That's your role. People keep asking, what's the lecture? This lecture is called Know Your Role. Now, brothers, the sisters was bearing witness when he was talking about the men. As Brother Nuri says, this is the ricochet effect. So if the minister is saying something that you've been wanting to say, all you got to say is, go ahead, brother, or be like the other brother. Teach us, teach us, bro. Witness if there's something y'all been wanting to say now. Now I know she. You know how relaxing that is for your loving hands to rub his neck and the stress out of it. You ain't above that. Y'all ought to be in the class learning massage therapy. I think I missed the piece. Hold on. Well, that kind of movie you need to go to more. That's the man that's getting you your weight. Work again. You know what your husband's legs feel like. You don't know nothing about I noticed how quiet it got. Again. So your job, listen now, physically is to look the part, keep your home to pa, and then have a conversation for him 
that gives him peace and quiet of mind. That's your job. That's your role, sisters. I notice how quiet it got. Now, on the physical level, it's one thing, but on the spiritual level, what do you say to your husband? From the words of God that console his mind. How can you say anything from the word of God and you don't even pick it up? You don't know nothing about the Quran. You never read the Bible. Yet you're a Muslim. How can you be a Muslim and don't know the book? Don't even pick it up. Don't even read it. Don't make time in the day to see a few words of what Allah says. So when that man come in and he's beat down, can you bring a word to him from his God that would rest his mind? Can you say to him after he been out there wrestling with our savage people? See, sweetheart, how you feel? I, I don't feel too good, baby. I had a bad day. I understand. Well, come on, uh, honey. I, I, I got the, the children all together. They about to go to bed. And... Uh, why don't you just take a hot bath and I'll rub you down. I mean, you don't even know what your husband's legs feel like. You said, take care of your husband. If the man is working, hey baby, Put a little bubble bath in there. Man, a man will feel like a king. Damn, I'm going to work harder tomorrow. This woman keep this up, I ain't never going to leave home. Don't make him so he'll stay. Make him so he'll get up in the morning and go to work again. It sounds funny. But it's a simple thing. You run the water. It's appealing. It's stuff you put in the water to make his skin feel good. That's the man that's working for you. That's the man that's maintaining you. That's the man that's getting you your weed. <laughs> If he's doing his job, he demands from his nature that you do yours. Now, sounds so oh, this is like from the movies. Well, that kind of movie you need to go to more often. You got a tub in your house? Do you know how relaxing that is? 
for your loving hands to rub his neck and the stress out of it. You ain't above that. Y'all ought to be in the class learning massage therapy. You ought to be learning reflexology. You ought to be learning them pressure points on his feet. Oh, look, I ain't being no slave. Shut up. Hell, if a man gonna work like that for you, what the hell are you talking about? Sometimes we know how to serve the white woman. Talk to me, brothers. Please don't talk loud. (laughs) If you married to Heather, you would work for Heather or work for Susie May. And if you had a white man, you say he know how to treat us. If a black man is going to do this for you, then learn how to treat him, how to care for your husband. If he's being a husband, then you care for him. And he won't have no reason to look at somebody else. He's anxious to get home to the home that you provide. Does it make sense? Yes, sir. On the physical level, now you got to look at his mind. From you, he's supposed to get peace and quiet of mind. You're supposed to rest the poor man's head. How do you do that, sister, with no knowledge? He got problems. When he comes home and he starts talking about it, or maybe he doesn't want to talk about it. Because some of the things that we deal with, we don't want to talk about it to our wives. That's right. That's right. I know what I deal with, I don't talk to my wife about it. You know the sister Farrakhan, she just is sweet and pleasant all the time. Because if anybody give me a problem, I don't go home and say, you know, this is Farrakhan, brother so-and-so did it again. That's my concern. I handle that. I don't bring that home to my wife, and I never brought it home to my children. The problem with many of you is you discuss your dislike in your homes with each other and with your children. And you make your children hate grown-ups and become disrespectful of grown-ups because you don't know how to keep your mouth. (laughs) If my wife is going to be my consoler, I can't burden her with what is my load to carry. Carry your load, man. Don't be no punctified man that got to have his wife carrying his load. God help a man carry his load. If you got a problem, take it to God. Don't go home and tell your wife. She can't go to the cracker downtown and whip him for you. If she working, 
She's doing part of your job. So when she comes home and you come home, she ought to expect some help. Honey, what's, uh, children, let, let, let me help you with the children. While you get the dinner, uh, Josie, get in there and do your homework. Shut up all that racket. You got to help. Ain't nothing wrong with putting on an apron. You ain't no faggot. You helping your wife. You got on an apron, you go in the kitchen. What, what you need, baby? I, 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 I cut the potatoes. I, I can't do it good, but you're mad. But you're going to sit down with your foot all propped up in front of the TV. And she just finished eight hours. Now come home, is grinding out. You expect a clean room, do everything, and then serve you. Well, see, by the time, you know, she, while she's cooking, she hot. Nigga in there sitting at the damn TV and I'm doing all of this. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, she didn't do that, brother. <laughs> but the food is not going to taste right. It ain't seasoned right. Because she in the kitchen angry. You don't ever want to eat an angry woman's cooking, brother. It don't digest well, it mess you up. You want that woman happy when she cooking food. Cooking food like making a baby. She'll mess your baby up the way you treat her. Baby come here looking like the wreck of the Hesperus. The baby, you wheeling it down the street. The woman said, oh, it's so cute. Give it a banana. It made a damn gorilla. that woman is pregnant, man, you better take good care of her. See, that's showing that you care. When you know the strain that she's under, don't put her under no more. If you got a little time and a space, help the woman. Don't worry about what the brother's gonna say. Some old stupid brother come to the house, man, you in a, you in an apron? Oh! Tell all the brothers at the FOI how this woman done pumped you, man. Somebody like that, man, you tell him, don't come back in my house. Man. There's certain brothers you don't need in your house, and there's certain sisters that you don't need in your house. Sister ain't got no husband and, don't, and had three. And she's your wife's best friend and you wonder why your marriage going crazy. I don't know why you pick friends like that. 
woman been married three times, divorced three times in, in one year. And she your best friend and your marriage is going on the rocks and you can't see that you done let Yakub in your house. Well, I think I have given lesson number one. All right, are you ready to call in? Are you ready to call in? Let's get going. All right, y'all. Here goes the number to call in. In the meantime, in the meantime, in between time, we're going to play one of my songs. Can you hear me? All right, so listen. Call again. Call again. Uh, I think I answered it on, on, the, on the wrong thing. That's my bad. Yeah, I answered that thing on the wrong thing. Hold on, let me get my settings together. Okay. Call back. Uh, the number's on the screen for y'all to call in. <laughs> Peace. Uh, what's your name? Where you calling from? Oh, I'm calling from Dallas. Okay, what's going on? Uh, welcome to the show. What's your thoughts? Um, I was calling about. You know, I heard. Well, I heard you uh, talked about the uh, minister and was mm-hmm. playing the minister. The minister was on point. Yes, ma'am. You know about the about what he was saying about the man and the woman. That's the first time I saw that video of Minister Farrakhan talking about the man and the woman. Oh, really? What's yeah. uh, what's what's something that's what's something that stood out for you? Huh? What's something that uh, what's something that stood out for you? About the about the roles of the man and the woman, how the man and the woman should treat each other. Cause, cause, cause normally, most most men and women don't don't. Always see eye to eye. Can you you hear that? Yes. In fact, that's you on the other end. Oh Hello? yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody was yeah, somebody was calling. I don't know what was going on. Go ahead. I I was saying most of the time, most men and women in today's age, they don't see eye to eye all the time, and and the minister trying to get them, I guess, to see eye to eye, work 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 with each other instead of against each other. Yes, man. Yes, that's what I was trying to say. I don't know why they saying your audio low. Let me hold. Let me see if I can fix this here. Uh huh. So they saying that your audio is low, but it's not low coming in my ears. No, I can hear you clear. Yeah, I can hear you clear too. I don't know. 
Okay, what was that last part you were saying about the minister? I I was I was saying that that you know that that he was trying to teach men and women to become to see eye to eye yeah. with each other. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes, ma'am. Well, I thank you. Uh, go ahead. I'm are sorry. there any other Are there any other videos that you can recommend from the minister that talks about the man and the woman? Yes. So go. So that that lecture right there was called "Know Your Role." So type in Louis Farrakhan, "Know Your Role." That's really a three hour lecture. That's a three hour lecture oh, right there. Uh, it's three then, hours. Yeah, it's three hours. Then you can type in Louis Farrakhan keys to a successful relationship. And 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 a whole lecture will come up. So that was a good one. But you get that know your role, the one we was playing. That was just clear. That's a three hour lecture. You go through that, you're gonna be all the way on point. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you so much, Brother Ben X. You have a nice evening now. You have a black tastic night as well. All right, bye bye. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why the audio. I don't know why y'all I don't know why the audio low like this, man. Hold on. Check, yo, check, check, Mike, check. Hey, I don't know why the audio, hold on. I ain't do nothing different. I don't know why it's low. Yo, 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 hold on. Let me see something. Yo. That's crazy. It is a little low. Dang, man, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, man. Dang, that's wild. All right, we're just going to continue because I don't know what else to do. Um, everything's all the way up on my end. All right, call in. Call back in now. Same number. Call in now. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Check, check. Now you back to being. And I don't know what's going on, y'all. Dang it. All right, peace. Welcome. Hold on. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Uh you can you can hear you, me? You're delayed. Yeah, yeah, but you're you're delayed and yeah, yeah, just uh, yeah. Listen to me on your phone. You can't listen to me on the on the on the YouTube. It's gonna be delayed. You gotta talk to me through the phone. Okay, I I, could, I couldn't hear what you was saying to the lady. Uh, yeah, I, I I want to let you know that. But uh, this question that I have uh, it it, it doesn't have anything to do with the videos. But uh, what what I wanted to ask you was, what do you think about uh? people being successful off leeching what is what is leeching leeching like you know people like who, who blood like blood suckers like like doctors with these vaccines and stuff you know and, and you know that, that that's that's well you know I, I just want to add i just want to add um i think that is wrong to make a lot of money off leeching And, and and you see, and I, you know, do you think, do you think the the smallest things affect 
you know, our people as a whole, you know what I'm saying? Like, leap, like, I just want to, I, I want to try to get, get deep with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't really, what I'm trying to say is like, uh, I want to put this, man, I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, Cause I had it, I had it. It was a good question for you, bro. I I just you might wanna you you might wanna call wanna call back in later when you get your question together. Yeah, it it was about like uh like relationship, like you know, like uh, since like a lot of doctors and stuff, a lot of people are successful off leeching, and that that just affects us as a whole. You know what I'm saying? It really yeah. does. Yeah, so listen, you know, so, watching... so 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 listen, I, I we got to keep the questions based on the topic though because people trying to call in, there's been like a 2-hour phone call, so we got to keep yeah. the we got to keep the subject on the topic. All right, all right, all right, brother. Uh yeah, waiting for long, brother. Yes, sir. Peace. <laughs> Boy, that brother's it. I don't know why the audio low though, man. Everything turned up on my end, though, y'all. So I, it's, it's really nothing that I can do. All right, peace, family. Welcome to the Brother Ben X Show. What's your name? Where you calling from? Ben X, Ben X, Jared Wilkins over in uh, Houston, Texas. How are you? Man, uh, man, I'm black-tastic, man. Yourself? <laughs> Absolutely incredible. I think we're still low on the audio. But yeah. uh, that's okay. We're gonna make it. Uh, we're gonna make it work. Okay. Okay. What's going on, man? What's your thoughts? Well, you know, when you first initially posted it on uh, on IG, I was excited because I was like, man, I know, I know, without a doubt, this brother is going to expand and elaborate on it because we're now living in a society, as me and you know, that's all about clickbait, and uh, it's amazing, though, brother Ben X. It doesn't matter who you are, what your statue is, what your work has been, your, your 30 years could be destroyed in 30 seconds of a clickbait. Wow. Uh, we've seen it happen with, with the minister for years. I think he was probably one of the first people that introduced us to clickbait. They were doing clickbait with the minister with audio cassettes back in the day. A lot of people don't know about this. But with audio cassettes, the media, he was talking about this back in the early 90s. He was talking about how the media would take up and edit little small smidgets of a full hour or two hour sermon and make it and contort it to say what they wanted it to say. And it would cause all type of hysteria. And what these, uh, what these social media content creators have done is exactly that. So spiritual world was the first place where I saw it uh, posted this clip that you, you shared with uh, Bishop J. And then what's so interesting, brother, the next is this. When you look at a lot of these sites um, that are known for clickbait on social media, they're not even owned by black people. They're really owned by either Nigerians. I'm part Nigerian. They're owned by uh, uh, people from the Caribbean. And so they show the very essence of black culture in America that is really not as prevalent as the overall. Yeah, we know we've got projects, we've got ghettos, we've got all these types of things. But their role is to do exactly what they did, which is to create controversy. So now you've got everybody in this uproar saying, you know, 
oh, Bishop Jake did this and did that. And they want to cancel Bishop Jake. Now, Brother Ben S, Bishop Jake has been on the scene for the good part of 40 years. For the, for the past 30 plus years, I could not tell you how many black pastors, black ministers, film producers, authors, gospel singers that have been women. Put the men to the side. That have been women that this man, through his platform and through his ministry, has put on the scene. That has empowered for them to create and live out their dream, to live out their goals. It's one of the things that I always accredited him for. Like I remember talking, I was like, dude, what gives you the vision to be able to do this? He says, man, my, my heart desires to put people off. And so I'm like, y'all would dare cancel a Bishop Jake. We ain't talking about, you know, some this is probably the most prominent black preacher in the church in all of North America. Y'all lean to cancel him out on a 30-second clip. And I love what you did. You played the whole thing. Because if you just if they just listened or went and researched, went on YouTube and looked at the, the next or the following minute, minute and a half, they would have heard what all close to 200 people watching live on YouTube heard and everybody else on Facebook heard what you played, which was the extension of what he said. It is the men that lied on you or lied to you, cheated on you, deceived you, all this that created this pain. And so, no, I just love what you did tonight. When I saw you posting, I said, man, i got to jump on this platform because we've we got to talk through it. But you beat me to the punch. Not only did you show the, the, the full context of what he explained, number one, Number two, you brought in the minister to validate what Bishop Jake said. Now, hold on. Here's where you are, ladies and gentlemen. You, you, you can cancel Bishop Jake, and they tried. You can try to cancel the minister, and they tried. But you can't cancel truth. They tried to cancel the late Kevin Samuels. You can't cancel truth. Because truth coming out of the mouth of Bishop Jake, coming out of the mouth of the minister, the late Kevin Samuels, or whomever, it's still true. So appreciate you tonight, my brother, man. Keep doing your thing. Keep doing what you're doing. Uh, this was absolutely incredible. It was worth the two hours of just listening and watching you do your thing and really shedding some light. My goal and my hope and wish for everybody that's watching is to take this message, spread it to other people, number one, but number two, don't fall for the clickbait. That's it. Yes, sir. Thank you, brother. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Loud and clear. Yes, sir, man. I appreciate it, brother. Absolutely, man. Appreciate you. All right, peace. Man, I don't know what to do, but I see y'all keep saying fix the volume, man. I don't know what else to do. Hey! Hey! Yeah, I see something is wrong. It's, 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 it's on 50%. It's like it's not letting my volume go, go past this 50% mark. Hold on, let me see if it's something I done did. Cause I ain't did. I don't. I ain't done nothing. Y'all can see that, y'all. I see. I see. It's not letting my audio go past fifty percent on here. Dang, what done happened? Hey, yo, yep. I can see it. I can see it on my thing. It's not letting my audio. It's not letting my audio. Dang, man. I don't know what that is. Yo. Hey, watch out. Yeah.
Yeah, it's never done this for me before, though, y'all. It's never, it's never, hold on. Let's see. Check. See, that's, see, that's low. Oh, it's coming out of my, it's coming out of my ears. Check. It ain't coming out my speakerphone. That's what that is. It's coming out. See, on my phone, on mine. Yeah, nah, that's low. Yeah, man, that's low. I don't know what's going on with this, man. I don't like this, man. Man, what's going on? Why is my Ecamm volume so low? I'm about to Google it real quick. Let me see if I can Google it for y'all real quick. Because this don't make no sense. That's crazy. Has it been like that the whole time, y'all? Has it been like that? Cause this, it's not supposed to be this low. No, it ain't supposed to be this low. Mute and unmute. Yo, yo, hey, hey. Hold on, let me go to. Yay, hey. Check. One, two, hey. Now I know she wants that big house. <laughs> that I, see the min I see the movie is going low. I mean, I see the movie. I mean, the, the video is, it, it allows the video to go past 50%, but it's not letting my volume go past 50% 50, 50 of the thing. It's, I'm seeing that. So let me try something else. Let me try this. Hey. Yeah. I don't know what done happened, y'all. God dog. <sighs> yeah, this crazy here. Hey. Dang, bro. This ain't real. Yeah, this ain't real. All right, I, I mean, we just going to have to do, I don't know what else to do. We're going to have to finish it out. Yeah, we're going to have to finish this out. Go ahead and call in. I tried. I don't I don't know what else is. Um, mm -hmm. All right, peace. Welcome to the welcome to the Brother Ben X show. What's your name? Where you calling from? Assalamualaikum. 
Lex Lime. Brother Sharif calling in from Charlotte. Hey, man, it's interesting, man. This is a beautiful lot you put together. Um, one thing that sticks out is is when you played the clip of the, the song, right, from Sisters that they put out, you know, being free and stuff like that. We got to remember as a people that family, family is the cornerstone to nations. And we got to remember that the destruction of the family is, is what we're dealing with more than anything. Um, so you playing that the roles is right on time because a lot of the, a lot of the youth right now, a lot of our brothers and sisters, especially sisters are in this space to where that catering to and, and what we would call submission on both ends. But when it comes to sisters, those words are like triggers. Like they don't, they don't like to deal with them. You know, they like, Oh, that's old. That's from my grandma's time. And, we don't do that cooking and cleaning and stuff like that. You know, Cardi B had a whole song where she said, I don't cook, I don't clean, but she's a wife, you know, so we got to remember who these orders are coming from that we're listening to, you know, who these people are actually influenced and how they're influencing and, and really clean all of that up, you know, when it comes to media. So uh, that's all I want to say. I don't want to take up too much. Appreciate you for doing what you do. Uh, glad that the podcast is back. Keep on going, big bro. Yes, sir, man. I appreciate it, brother. Yes, sir. All right, assalamualaikum. Waalaikumsalam. Yeah, he can't owe me some money. They messing up my podcast. Man, support the podcast, man. Support BenX.com. Cash app, dollar sign, brother BenX. I don't know what's going on. Maybe it need an update. <laughs> Peace. Welcome to the Brother Ben X Show. What's your name? Where you calling from? I'm calling. Uh, my name is Brother Andre. Calling from uh, Dallas, Texas. Yes, sir. What's going on, man? What's your thoughts? Uh, so you know, I was just actually calling in to give my support, my brother. You know, uh, I actually went to Muhammad University of Islam in Chicago, Illinois. You got to turn us down uh, in the background Abu so it's not an echo. Yes, sir. So, uh, you know, but yeah, I was just calling in to give my support, my man. You know, I love everything you do. I listen to you all the time, man. You got to uh, It's an echo. Are you listening to us on another device? Yes. Yes, yes. My fault. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, can you hear me now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, basically, yeah. Um, and and, and I, to add on to what the other brother was saying about, you know, how our music and everything, you know, that actually affects you know, how our children think, uh, you know, uh, the family values have gone out the window and, you know, it's, it's unfortunate, you know, and uh, we got to get that back. Uh, and that's just something that I wanted to share. And I just wanted to, like I say, show my support to you, brother. Uh, appreciate you. Assalamu alaikum. Walaikum salam. Yes, sir. What I'm going to do, I'm going to turn this off and I'm going to turn it back on because I don't like this. I'm about to turn my podcast thing off. So give me one second. Y'all can hear me good now. I'm sure you can hear me good now because it's coming out of my my MacBook, but it needs to come out of my, what's the name? So I'm going to fix it. Hold on. We're going to get this right. I'm pretty sure it sounds better now, don't it? But this ain't the sound I'm looking for. 
Yeah, that's not what I'm looking for, though. Yeah, I already know. We're going to get it. We're going to fix it. We're going to fix it. Here we go. We're going to get it done. I can see it going past 50% now. I just got to make sure that the roll, the roll cast is what needs to go past 50%. But y'all not going to be able to hear the callers from my MacBook. All right, let me see. Yo, there it is. It's working now, ain't it? Yeah, yeah, it's working now, ain't it? Yeah, now y'all can call in. Told you, all it, I, it just take the mind, just trial and error, doing certain things. I know that thing working good now, ain't it? Yeah, that thing looking good, ain't it now, boy? Yeah, that thing loud and clear. I got your TT. I see you down there, TT. TT said you got to fix the audio. Yeah, we got to fix the audio. I got you with the audio. Now y'all can call in. Now call in. Now you're going to come in loud and clear and if y'all want to support my music, go to brotherbenxmusic.com. And if you want to book me for a one-on-one, go to bookbrotherben.com. Now, come on, don't let me be on this podcast two hours and y'all don't support my product. I'm not afraid to promote the product. Bookbrotherben.com. If y'all want to be a part of my digital real estate class or book a one-on-one, or you can go support my music for just $2.22, brotherbenxmusic.com. Or you can go to supportbenx.com to become a monthly Supporter, now that music finna play loud and clear now. Mm-hmm. You gonna play music to the next person call in? Yeah. Let's go. Hey, it's Tip. a blood, sweaty tears at this level. I'm gon' flex through the mud, cross the rain. I had to wait in every weather. Yeah, y'all thought it was the iPhone. Ain't nothing wrong with that iPhone. Step inside the ring, it's a sweet. It ain't sweet at all. It ain't hard to see. I ain't speak, cause I ain't speak at all. Alright, here we go. Who gon' beat them all? Yeah, stand up like the cheap. And they just sign it. We get all. Stand up in they chest like I'm the. Alright, here we go. Alright, peace, 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 peace. Welcome to the Brother Ben X Show. What's your name? Where you calling from? You gotta turn us. You gotta turn us down in the background. Can you hear me? Yeah. You gotta turn us down in the background. Okay, there we go. What's your yes, ma'am? What's your name? Where you calling from? Oh, this TT. I I was calling. Oh, what's going on? Can y'all hear me? Yeah, we can hear you loud and clear now, TT. Oh, cause I couldn't hear you at first. Yeah, we can hear you. I'm glad. I'm glad you got your audio back up. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm glad you was playing the um minister and uh, uh the thing about T D Jakes or what? I guess that's I guess that's the guy named T D Jakes or yeah T D. Well, I mean, you think that that he was wrong about what he was saying Not- about the women being men? Well, I think he was right in what he was saying in, in full context. He was saying that he's saying that today that the women was being raised to be men, in other words, independent. And then he went on down the line and kind of gave the context saying that because we have hurt them, we have caused pain. So out of reaction of pain, that's making them like that more masculine, more go getter ish, more. I don't need no man ish. But they but they but we well, most women been like that already. Oh, they've been, hey, they been independent without needing a man. 
Well, I, I didn't say not need a man, but I mean, they. Well, but we all are all independent individuals. Yeah, see, but his point was don't come home bragging about you not needing a man or you not need me. He never said it was something wrong with her going out and getting a job or climbing a corporate ladder. If you listen to the end of that clip, he said, he said, what makes him go away is when you come home talking about you don't need me no more now. What you think about that? You want to hear the clip one more time? Nah, I heard the clip, but I'm thinking that maybe, you know, that they 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 weren't meant for each other. I mean, because you got to pick your mate correctly, because you might pick the wrong mate that's not meant for you. Yeah, and that might cause an issue or a problem too. Because because uh, I know in the nation they they tell you uh, that you have to choose your mate correctly. Yeah, that y'all y'all don't go out on dates. Is that correct? Say it again. I was saying I was hearing. Somebody said that, that they was from the nation and they were saying that y'all don't go out on dates and stuff and that y'all go out on, on uh some some kind of way that y'all have have chaperones when y'all go oh, out. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Make yeah. sure you choose your mates correctly. Yeah, when you're courting, yeah, yes, ma'am. Is that that's the same thing as dating? It's just that you just have people prying in your business. I mean, what do you think about that, bro? I wouldn't say prying in the business. They're not necessarily prying, so they don't even have to sit at the table with you. They just present with you. But then that's not actually dating and what, getting to know the person. Why you can't get to know the person because somebody else is present at maybe the same location y'all at? What stops you from getting to know the person? I mean, if they following you around when you're trying to go out on a date, you, you don't necessarily want them always being all up in your business. You know what I mean? So how are they going to be at the biz- in your business if they're not at the same table? I mean, that's it. But they following you around and stuff. In that, wouldn't that be kind of awkward? I mean, well, other, I'm just saying. Other people around? Is it awkward when you go out with other people there? No, I mean... The, well, no, if there's other people there, I'm I'm just saying that, like, if you going out and, and they going out with you at the same time and all, you know what I mean? Yeah, I get, I hear what you're saying, but is it, is it, why isn't it awkward when, when other people are there? Why isn't it, you know, you saying, cause they there, well, other people there at the, at the, at the restaurant, other people there at the movies, other people there at the, wherever y'all going. So why isn't it awkward when they there? Oh, well, you, you do have a point there, brother. Yeah, they ain't in your business. They not, they're not in your business trying to, okay, are y'all talking about the, no, they just there to make sure, and, and, and it's a proactive thing, a protective thing, to make sure the child ain't doing, you know, other stuff out in public. You know, it's just a protection thing. They ain't, trying, they ain't all in your business trying to hear about your past, hear about his past. It's just a proactive measure to take. But they ain't got to be at the table with you. They ain't even got to be y'all over there shooting your little bass. They they just present just to make sure and ensure and, you know, be proactive with them. They ain't all in your business sitting at the table eating your mashed potatoes talking about past the peas. 
No, they just they just there, you know, to protect y'all. That's all. To make sure that you're doing it for the right reason and that you're not rushing into something and maybe making the wrong decision based off maybe emotions. Oh. Cause that's kinda that's kinda that was that sounds kinda weird to me, you know. Yeah, you, it do sound You can't I even call them on the phone and all that kind of stuff. That's what I was hearing also. You can't talk to them on the phone. Y'all don't know you, about the you know, like you regularly do. Y'all don't know about the can't talk to them on the phone thing. But listen, everything is is see when we when we grow up doing anything, we ain't got no rules growing up. What rules did we have growing up? We ain't have no rule. You go out 15, 16 years old, going to the park together. Mama, we finna go to the movies. When you come back from the movies, what you do? You know what you do. You're going to stop by that park, that dark park in that parking lot that nobody see yet. Come on, you know what was going on. You kissing in there. Yeah, you're doing whatever you're doing in the car. So so every t- when we come into something now, we got rules and regulations, and we got it's always going to be weird and awkward. You know, uh, uh, some people used to cuss. Cuss around their mamas and cuss around their adults. That's how they grew up. So when you come around and you can't do no more cussing and you can't do no disrespect around elders and children, that'll be weird and awkward too. So it's just a new way. So every time we doing something new and it's a new way of life, it's always going to be a little weird. That's fine. But the, but the key is afterwards, the results of it. That's what we, that's what we want to get to. Okay. Yeah. It was a little weird in the beginning. But you know what, man, after that, man, we, we end up turning out all right, man. It ain't going to always be that way. It's really a temporary thing. Oh, oh, that, oh that's, 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 so that means y'all, so that means y'all under, under certain rules, but how, of dating and all that kind of stuff, that's what you're saying? Well, that's what you just told me, right? No. I mean, that's what I was hearing. I mean, is that the, like you know, like yeah, that's regular the, people. Yeah. We don't we don't have uh, uh we 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 date, but they but y'all don't say y'all dating and whatnot because y'all not supposed to date. That's why I'm kind of asking the questions. Yeah, that's the, the 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 preferred standard way would be courtship, like you like you're explaining it. So it's not it's not like like you going out on a, a well the Western world you know how they say is a dating and 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 whatnot it's not the same or yeah it's 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 more according the purpose of it is to get to know the person um and to get to know the person for the purpose of getting married dating a lot of time we just get with somebody don't really know they past uh we, we get into physical. Uh, relations with them and things of that nature and don't really know who the person is. The courting process is more so to really see who they are, their background. You talking about your background, that whole process, that is the point of it, not just to go out and have fun, not to go out and eat. That's not what it is. A lot of times in the Western world, though, that's what we do. We go out, we just have fun, we eat, we go to the movies, and that's it. We're not really trying to figure out, you know, your goals, your your, your passion, um, what happened in your past and things of that nature to really see if you guys would be a good fit for one another. So that's more so the difference, the intent of going out and, and, and conversing with one another. The intent is different. Okay. Now I have one other question for you. Do, do, do y'all uh, uh, do, uh, I guess it's called poly- poly- polygamy or polygamy where the, where, where you, 
have two wives. Do y'all do that kind of uh, thing? You interested in being a, a sister wife? I mean, do y'all do that? Because it's, it's, it's this guy on here who who's a Muslim. I don't know if he's with the nation or not, but he has two wives and stuff. Are you interested in, I'm trying to get the motive of the question. Are you interested in being Oh, a I was wife? just curious about the nation. Is, is that how the nation operates? So the minister, or, got, or, the, the minister has a, a, a video on YouTube called uh, On Polygamy. If you search Louis Farrakhan on polygamy, he breaks it down in great detail. So just search Louis Farrakhan on polygamy, and the minister breaks it down real good for a fool to understand. Oh, the reason, another reason I was asking is because, you know, like some of these men, they they have like five, six, seven wives at a time, like in Utah, how they have a whole tribe of women and whatnot. Yeah. Y'all don't, y'all, you know, and some groups do that and some groups don't. I I, I didn't know if y'all was one of those groups because I was interested in, in and learning more about the nation, but I didn't know if y'all was one of those. Yeah, yeah. So if you, if you search Louis Farrakhan on polygamy, he gonna give you the best answer you can receive uh, on that question right there. Are you interested in being a sister wife? Oh no, 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 no! I I, I was just asking So I don't so, want to get into no occult or nothing like that to do that kind of stuff. Oh, okay. That's so, 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 so if the men, so if the men did have, if the men did have uh, uh, multiple wives, then you don't want to join. No. Okay. Yes, ma'am. That's so, why, that's, how, that's how I was asking. So, 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 we, so, so, if we're taught not to have multiple wives, are you going to join? Well, now I'm sorry, I didn't hear your question. So, so if we're not taught to go get multiple wives, are you going to join? I have to learn more about about your organization first. Oh, I see. Got you, got you. So, what city you? I don't in? know. You, you, you and I'm from Dallas. Yeah, you and Dallas. How many times you been to the mosque? Only twice. I'm still trying to learn about your organization. Yes, ma'am. So how? So, uh, you been to the mosque twice. Why just twice? Oh, I just, I just, I just started, go, I just started going. I, this, this, you know, this Sunday coming up, I, I'm, I'm going to be going. But I mean, I just started going. <laughs> yeah, why you just start going? Oh, I just, I, I, because I heard your, your one of your little videos about the, the nation. Yeah. And I Googled where you guys were, and I just wanted to check y'all out. Right, but I knew, you see how I knew you was in Dallas? We, we, it, it says it on, on, on the thing. No, because we talked before about over a year ago. Huh? Yeah, we talked. a year ago, I was in Minnesota. I lived in Minnesota. I just moved out to Dallas. Yeah, I knew exactly where you was at. We talked before. I recognize your voice. We, we've talked before. And we talked about the nation. Um, and, and we talked about where the mosque was and things of that nature. I remember. This is not the first time we done talk. I remember the TT name. So my question was, if you was trying, if you were striving to, you know, really learn about the nation, you also been following my pace for a very, for a long time, more, you know, over, over some years. 
So if it was about really just 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 trying to get more information about the nation, is it is it because you know you just you just didn't want to go to the mosque and learn that way, or you just didn't have the time to go down to the mosque to get this information? Oh, I, I I just I just been I listened to your page from twenty twenty is when I started listening to your page and stuff. I just been listening on on YouTube and stuff. Right. Yes, ma'am. So, is there a reason you only went twice? And I'm not pressure. I'm not. I'm not saying. That. I'm just wondering why is it is it a reason you only been twice? Oh, I just I just went twice. That's all. I'm I. I don't know. I've just been listening more so on, on the internet and stuff like that. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Well, sister, do you have any more questions? I highly recommend that if you really want to learn more about the nation and you're asking these questions for the purpose of learning more about the nation, go on down there to your local study group. I'm sure that they'll answer those questions for you, or you will get to see how the nation operates in person, live and in person. Not just the internet, but you will see it live and direct, face-to-face in person, so that you can decide if you want to make that uh, decision or not, if that's the purpose for the questions. All righty. Thank you so much. You have a black-tastic night. Bye-bye. Yeah, man, I got a... Man, my memory just kicking in. I'll be... I I remember we had a conversation about some private... um, I didn't want to mention that part because she would have really knew that we had a conversation before, but yeah, we had a conversation before uh, we talked before. I don't know if it was like on the call or, or email, but she was, she was going through something. And uh, I think I connected her with the student minister and everything. So yeah, family, anybody else got those type of questions, man, check, check it out. You know, go down to your local mosque, to your local study group, man. I know there's a lot of spinner groups, man, that's, that say they this and say they that. It's a lot of people that say they, you know what I mean? And uh, to, 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 to get your answers about who we are, um, the Internet not going to always be the best place if you're looking for, you know, how certain things are because, because, on, the, because on the Internet, there's a lot of them spinner groups, man. There's a lot of them groups that say they with us or it may be a group that say they Nation of Islam, but not under the minister. So strive to go to your local Muhammad Mosque under the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan and, 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 and get that get that teaching and get that, uh, you know, that way. Uh, not saying it's going to be 100 percent perfect because ain't nobody 100 percent perfect. We all working on ourselves. But those type of questions and those type of things, you know, definitely can be learned. At your local mind. Peace. Welcome to your brother Ben X show. Uh, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Assalamu alaikum. It's uh, brother David 3X. Well, from Dallas. What's going on? Yes, sir. I wonder, uh, just kind of bear witness to what, uh, um, what you was presenting tonight and, um, and with the sister that just called previous about the, the role of a chaperone. Cause I was just recently in a courtship, um, that uh i i didn't go about it fully the right way but you you understand why the chaperone uh is necessary because it does help to maintain the integrity of the process so that you're actually getting to know the person and you're not succumbing to uh you know human uh, uh emotions and things like that so uh i wanted to touch that but 
also uh, to your to to the point that TDJ is making. I'm glad that you followed it up with with the minister giving more context. You know, um, he was talking about how sisters have been hurt, and you know, I deal a lot with politics, or talk a lot and blog a lot about politics, and I always criticize the left because you know our community is so. Um, uh, so tied to the left, to the Democratic Party, and it seems like all they do is um, trigger or like peel at the scab or exploit the emotions of uh, women and our sisters in particular. And uh, since our sisters' talents are being uh, recognized and they're they're doing a thing in entrepreneurship being recognized in the team. And I remember a time where you really didn't see sisters uh, getting the opportunities they've been getting in the last, you know, 10 years or so. And they're really doing their thing. And so the whole idea of them having their own, having being able to provide for themselves, having their own home and car and things like that. Um, what I find is that pain is there and being exploited. So when there's a conflict between the man and the woman, there's less of a um, uh, ability or even a want to resolve the issues because now your success, the sister's success could be used as a buffer to being held accountable. And that's a lot of what, you know, was being presented by Kevin Samuels. That's why he was so popular. But you see, and I appreciate you um, sharing the minister. Uh, going over the roles of both the man and the woman because uh, at the end of the day, in order for a relationship to work, you know, you have to have folk who are operating in their roles and taking responsibility and being being able to be held accountable. And from what I'm seeing by moderating these sort of conversations, um, you just see that there's a total lack of accountability um, brothers used to get criticized of this back in the nineties and two thousands, but now you see it more so on the sisters end and just, and this is all empirical, um, where there is just a total lack of accountability or, or, or this defensiveness comes up whenever you point out, Hey, you know, uh, this is what we're seeing on you, on you guys end, you know, and at the end of the day, you know, you could be drunk. You could get drunk with power. You could get drunk with anyone. Could be drunk with privilege, and it's for me. I see it as a process, and I'm starting to see sisters kind of dial it back. You're starting to see more and more sisters come out calling out other sisters who are displaying this sort of behavior. So I'm I'm happy about that. But uh, you know, I'm glad you put this on tonight, man. And um, salute to you on all that. Appreciate it, brother David. Yes, sir. Assalamualaikum. Like salam. Hey, ice cream man, come on in, brother. Come on, brother. Come on in. My ID number is 101239. When you go to the mosque and you signing in and they say, who invited you? Put my, put my number down. 101239. That's my nation ID number. Come on down to Baton Rouge, Louisiana, brother ice cream man. Don't let that beard hold you back. Matter of fact, don't even worry about shaving the beard. Just go down there to the study group. Just listen to the study group first. Just go down there and, and tune into the study group and let that spirit get in you first. You ain't got to worry about what you got to change and what you got to. Ah. <laughs> you just go down there and get that word first. And once you get acclimated with the word, 
Man, everything got to come, man. But then I don't even stress over that, man. I don't even let that be your main focus. You go down there, man, you get that good teaching, that self-improvement, the basis for community development, and you let God move and develop you over time. And when you join now, you just know how we are. That's, that's FOI. That's our training. You know, that's our culture. But, you know, right now you just focus on that word, let that word. The minister say, hey, he, the minister say, y'all, we not going to go over what all you got to change and what you got to convert over. No, no, no. We just keep feeding that righteousness. We just keep, keep feeding that righteousness in you. And then after a while, boy, you're going to see that new man coming up at you. And then you're going to start to eat better. Then your, then your skin going to begin to glow. All right, Delaney says, so are you in disagreement with what T.D. Jake said? Call in and see. Here go my number right here. Call in and see. There go to number 903-347-8446. Now, let me give a disclaimer. If you're watching this on a replay, please don't call this number, man, if you're watching this on a replay. If you're not watching this on uh, July 26th at 11 something at night, please don't call this number tomorrow. Talking about, hey, I was trying to call in to the show. No, the show ain't live. If you watching this right now and it's not July 26th, don't call this number. Y'all always do that. You call in a day, two days later, because I don't put the number. Then y'all be blowing the phone up. Only call in when it's live. Ice cream, man. Shout out to your ice cream, man. Shout out to your ice cream, man. I believe in you, brother. I believe in you, man. I know the minister, he done, he done, he done touched that spirit. And it's and it got you one to make the make a move. Just make the move. They'll go to the number, man, to call in. Peace, welcome to the Brother Ben X show. What's your name and where you calling from? Oh, what's going on, man? It's Delaney. What's going on? Uh, I'm good. I was just uh I seen your, your post on IG on Instagram and I was just kinda wondering if you had agreed with what T D Jax was saying. I didn't hear all the whole sermon. Yeah. And the whole thing of what he had to say, obviously it was just that one piece that was taken and that was, that's what went viral on the on the internet and stuff. So I just wanted to see if he was agreement with it and whatnot and what was and how and so and if you do Hello? My bad, go ahead. Oh, <laughs> I just wanted to see if you in agreement, if you were in agreement with what he was saying, and um, you know how far has this conversation gotten so far? So, you know. well, the conversation we listened to the context of the uh, uh, of the lecture, and we listened to some words from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan speaking about the role of the male and the female. Now, I agreed mm-hmm. with what TD Jakes was saying because what he okay. was saying was. That the woman is almost being raised to be that man, that independent woman that's, that's, you know, almost bragging that she's in corporate America making money. And what he said, the key word was when you come home talking about not needing me, that's what kind of pushes him away, you know, or a man away. So he wasn't saying don't yeah. go out there and be independent or not necessarily don't be independent, but don't go out there and make your money or don't go be great. Just don't come home talking about now you don't need me because you being great. And he talked about the lecture was about men pouring in. And he was saying that a, that a man needs something to pour in. He needs something that he can, you know, add on to you. That's what he was okay. more so saying. And so uh, as he went on inside of the lecture, he started to talk about the reason the women got this way is because we've caused them pain. You see, 
through through lying, through cheating, through pain, through dis- whatever disappointment. So it has forced them to become this way due to our not being in who we supposed to be. So it was a lecture for men getting back what we supposed to be and, and pouring in. So I agree with it. So, okay. So you agree with that and you gave a reason on why it's like that. Now let me ask you this question. Do you think that in the, in the future, the later years to come with what women are doing today regarding to what TD Jakes is saying, do you think that this will have some bad, um, turnouts on the black family? Do you think that, you know, cause there's so many women doing that, that kind of stuff today. Do you think that there will be, um, a darker future for the black family because of this? And when you say because of this, what's this exactly? Well, this is what, what I'm talking about. This is like, you know, the role that women are playing today. Because according to, um, I'm sorry, according to what T.D. Jakes was saying on the clip, mm-hmm. the, the anger, the meanness, the nastiness, the aggressiveness, all that stuff that you see a lot of black women, you know, in today, yeah. do you think that will have an effect on black families in the future, um, a negative effect. To, I hope I hope I'm, I was clear on that question. I I definitely think that it will have a negative effect on the family if okay. the women continue to act like this. If the man doesn't step up, I probably worded that okay. wrong. It will only. No, that, I'm gonna read it this way. It will only have a negative effect and grow in a negative effect if the man doesn't step up and show the woman that they no longer have to be a man. Now I'm gonna say this. That's that's fine, and I think that men hold accountability in that realm as well. Too, I will say that. Um, it's necessary for men to look at themselves and say, well, what did we do? What did we not do? And um, where do we start? How do we get our families back? You know, so, uh, yeah, I'll agree with what you said. I mean, like I said, I was just calling in to hear the conversation. I'm not going to debate and go back and forth and all of that, and, you know, let this conversation be fruitful and get brothers and sisters to, to think. Yeah, I Hopefully, think maybe I think there's some children out out there that's listening to this conversation. Yeah, I think and, you know they can you know get some hope too. I think that women will submit and become, uh, as my student ministers say, a hundred percent women when we when we become a hundred percent men. I think that when that's women awesome. when women play or say things about being independent, sometimes it's just a test. To see if the man is going to allow that to happen. And when he shows her over a period of time that he's willing to uh, not just know his role, but strive to play his role and fulfill his role. She naturally, because by nature, she's a help meet, I believe she's naturally in that supporting role of him when he's in that leadership position with the vision. She would naturally slip back in what without sometimes even noticing uh, once the man take charge and take lead. So do you think that now with this new mindset of the independent, strong woman, do you think that women, because you said they'll naturally submit, and my only 
rebuttal to that is I think a lot of women enjoy the power and they're enjoying the money and the control to some degree Why? that they have. Do you think that they, that some of them really want to give that up to now submit to the very thing, the very person who they feel just dropped the ball? Yeah. Do you think they... No, when you put, when you when you when you put it that way, who they feel dropped the ball, there's gonna be resistance. So for the first right. maybe three months, six months, she gonna be on some like I can I can pay the bills. But if for the last six months, eight months, twelve months, even when you offered it to me, I still didn't use it. She'll submit because the, look at what you said. She's only doing that because he dropped the ball. She don't want to submit back to this person who she feels have dropped the ball. So why does she love this position that she's in? Maybe because she don't have to feel like somebody's going to drop the ball. But if the man is consistent and shows that he's not going to drop the ball and he's able to communicate if he is, you know, getting a little, then I, I, I think that she'll soften up. Yeah, I think that she'll soften up. I, I think if the man for, for a period of time, think about if she's been in a relationship where her daddy didn't provide, her uncles didn't provide, granddaddy didn't provide, her last man didn't provide, this last man didn't provide. So this is, this is years of being trained subconsciously that the man's not going to provide. This is years of subconsciously being told subconsciously and through actions that I can't depend on a man. So it's not going to take soon as you get with me and I tell you I'm going to do it. No, it's going to take maybe a year, maybe six months, maybe a couple years for me to see, okay, he really for real. About providing. He's really for real about being someone who's going to support me and be there for me and protect and have a vision. Then I can, uh, man, I ain't going to say I guarantee, but I believe her, I, I her nature, only, I believe her nature right. will submit yeah. back to where she is if the man act as himself in his nature for a longer period of time. And that long period of time say, is, uh, is going to be uh -huh. subjective. For some, it's three months. For some, it may be a year. For some, it may be. 14 days is going to be different depending, depending on that woman. Well, like I said, I, um, and this is not to, to debate. I do think a lot of women are enjoying that power. Um, I think that, you know, some of them just won't want the power, man. Yeah. Why wouldn't you know? they? And, um, but why wouldn't huh? they though? Well, why, yeah, why, why wouldn't they? they, why wouldn't they want, why wouldn't they submit? Yeah. Well, why wouldn't they want the power? My argument is I don't think they want to give it up. I don't think I don't think it's going to be given up. I but, think it's but what's, going to what's be the a power? lot more struggle. Uh -huh. And what's the power that you're speaking of, though? Explain what you the mean power by the power. I'm speaking of is let's look at the family. If you look at a lot of these quote unquote independent women, you know, a lot of them, I don't I, in my opinion, from what I've seen, a lot of them are not dealing with deadbeat dads or men who won't provide for their children. What they're dealing with is the idea that a man can be in his child's life and the power of being able to keep that child from that father through the family courts, the child support courts, and all these things that are stacked up against us. A lot of brothers do fight back and they prevail and they get to get in their children's lives. Okay, but the fact of the matter that she can control another man's money and use this child against that man as like leverage to get him to do what she wants him to do, there's 
there's like power in that. And that's what a lot of men are fighting right now. That's what a lot of women are doing right now. And I can tell you in our community, that's being overlooked and winked at. And that needs to be approached. That needs to be corrected. You can talk about a man paying his money for his kids. You can talk about a man showing up every week to pick up, pick up his kids, making sure they're getting their hair cut, buying the clothes, feeding them and things of that stuff. And there's a lot of men out there doing that plus paying child support, and they still get the resistance. And they've been dealing with the resistance from day one. Yeah, that sounds like they a, were that sound like two different scenarios. This sounds like you're speaking. You know about what I'm a, talking about is a, is, is a power scenario. That's one of the ways in which a lot of women have the power through those courts because of how the courts see men and not doing what they're supposed to do, regardless of no matter how much he's been there, no matter how much he can prove to beat that he has been there. That's one of the ways. That's just one of the ways. So, we're, so the type of power you're talking about is a woman who get with a man, then leave the man or have children and lead a man and, and have power through the it's system. Not so much about, it's not so much about leave the man. It's so much about take the children away from the man. Well, that's if you take the I'm children away from the man, you done left the man. Now, how do you take well, the children that's what away you from the man? If a person, if, y'all, if the two parents ain't going to be together, they're just not going to be together. But that doesn't mean he should not be able to be in his children's life just because he's not married to this woman. Yeah, I get that. So what I was speaking yeah. about when I was talking about power, what I thought we was talking about is the context of what he was saying about a woman being with a man. Right. He's talking about okay. a woman being with a man and she's on this independent thing. It sounds like the power you're talking about is women who's utilizing the court and the children against the men. And that's just one way of that power. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. That's so, just one so what's, way. So what's and, the, and when, and when T.D. Jakes was talking he was, I think he was really talking about a whole bunch of that, so like everything, because he said, yeah, he went into we're that losing too. our families. Yeah, he went into he using the children against the men, too. He did touch on that a little bit. He did touch on but that was another sermon another day that he was talking about. And all I was just trying to touch on was that, well, this is one particular way that it manifests itself in our community. That's all I was saying. Yeah, yeah. That's so, all I was saying. You know, if you got a woman with no children, and she's doing her thing, I think that's beautiful. Go ahead and do your thing. You know what I'm saying? If I meet a woman that, that makes more money than me, but I'm out there working hard, I'm making good money, you know, I'm, you know, legally, you know what I'm saying? It's like a lot of people have that mentality. Are you going to embrace this black woman right here? You know, are you going to take, are you going to take that position? You understand what I'm saying? And it's like, Hey, a lot of people feel, a lot of men don't, you know, feel comfortable, you know, getting with women who make more money. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I don't know. It's it's so many ways in which that this, and I'm not trying to bounce all over the place, but all I'm trying to say is that there's so many ways in which T.D. Jakes is, is, is saying that in, in the way that, you know, they're ra- being raised to be independent, and that's just, that's just one of the particular ways, the whole keeping the man away from the children, that particular power, and that she don't need him, this and that and the other. And, you know, that's just one of the particular ways that I was just bringing to. Am I making sense? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But even in that, she, even that, even in that, she do need him if she getting child support. Oh yeah, of course. But, but even and I'm glad you said that she do need him even if she's getting child support. You know, and it's just the hypocrisy within it is is a lot. I mean, this what he said to me opened up a conversation because he's such a high caliber 
you know, black preacher, bishop out there today in the, in the black Christian community. And him saying something like that from his pulpit is big, is big, you know, big seriousness. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yes, sir, man. Well, I thank you for uh, coming on and sharing your feedback. All right. No problem, man. Cool. All right. Peace. All right. We're going to take two more phone calls, then we're going to close this out. And try to beat them all. Right this competition high. I'm rocking, not conceited all. I'm not ducking smoke, I'm with the ghost, so I'ma see them all. I'm keeping people rhyming who don't want, so I will leave them all. Blood, sweat, and tears. I've been all- Now, why is one of y'all texting me? Why one of y'all texting that number instead of calling me? I'm not finna text back tonight. Why y'all texting me asking me questions? Man, y'all gotta call in and ask questions. Man, I'm not finna be texting. Peace. Welcome to the Brother Ben X Show. What's your name? Where you calling from? Brother Ben, what's that going on? My name John from Chicago. What's going on, Brother John? Okay, well, first I want to ask, so do you think society has played a part in emasculating the man? Society? Yeah. Uh, sure, yes. Okay. Okay. I had that question. My other question was, what year was the minister message? Uh, what you the, the lecture I was playing? Yeah. Uh, let me see. That had to be the 90s for sure. The 90s. Let me see uh, if I can find it. Hold on one second. All right, y'all, y'all can't call in. Y'all can't call in while somebody else is on. Let me see uh, if I can put it up for you. I, I'm, I'm, I'm more than sure it's the, that was the 90s, though. Okay. Let me see here. Uh, That was 1996. That was 96? Yep. So that would put him at what age? Oh, the minister? what? The minister? Yeah, he's the 98 mi- now, right? You said 98? I mean, he's 89. He's 89 now. So what age would that put him at? Uh, let me do the math here. We get that calculator out. It's 2022 minus 1996. The minister was 63. Okay. So what I was saying was that, um, the minister delivered that message when he was 63. T.D. Jakes delivered that message when he was what 64 65 mm. so i'm saying like do you think that at that age that there is something that um ministers bishops is something that they acquire to the point where it's like they get it what life is about what family is about or do you think that um, when the minister was hearing that the music was taking a down slope and it was, it was, um, it was beating the woman down. And at this time now, the music is beating the woman down. And I recall the minister saying a, a nation can rise no higher than this woman. Mm-hmm. So it's like the music, I don't know. How do you feel about that? Do you think the music plays a part in it in 96? When he was, when the uh, the minister 
was uh, delivering the message. And now when T.D. Jakes is delivering the message at 64, 65. Um, the question is, do I think the music plays a part in them delivering the message? Right. At that age, because they both was around the same age. Uh, no, I mean, maybe, but I don't think so. I don't think the minister uh, had that know your role message at the time because of the music. And mm-hmm. I don't, I probably don't think T.D. Jakes said what he said because of how music is. Music has always, I mean, from you go back to the nineties. I mean that if that's the yeah. case, T.D. Jakes would have said it 10 years ago. He probably did say this 10 years ago. It's probably just in the lecture because it's the music bends. It's always been music that's degrading and there's always been music that's uplifting. So I don't know if that really got a, I mean, I see your point. That's a good point. You know, they were both around the age of 60 something, you know, they both kind of saying the same thing, but I don't know if that's like a, I don't know. That may just be a a coincidence. Oh, okay. All right. But I do understand that. I mean, I understand coming from both uh, T.D. Jakes and, um, Minister Farrakhan, I, I understand both where uh, the female, uh, I mean, it's it's like the roles has changed. The female is taking on the man role. And um, I don't think that when it comes to the man role, I don't think that's for a female. I mean, like, like, hey, if, if somebody come knock on the door at three in the morning, you gonna send you gonna send the female out there? Nah, you, I mean you gonna stand up. You are gonna be a man. You gonna go out there. Mm-hmm. You gonna be the provider. You gonna uh, you know look over your son and because I believe that the children are watching also. And um, you know I don't want to take up a lot of time, but that was just something that I wanted to uh, something I wanted to ask you, and um, I'm proud of you. Keep it going, man. And, you know, I'm in Chicago. I'm listening to you. Yes, sir, man. Appreciate you tuning in all the way from the Chi-Town. Yes, sir. All right. <laughs> all right. Hey, man. Support BenX.com, and I need y'all to become a monthly subscriber. We back with the Brother Ben X Podcast. Oh, ears, this has took me years. Ain't been all tears. I done cried, overcame my fears. Lessons, they done turned into some blessings, but they have me stressing. In another world, this one of them times I would have did some stepping. And I, and I warned you. And I have nothing more to say. You got something to do. Get up off your ass and get it done. It's a blood, sweat, and tears in this level. I'm gon' flex through the mud, cross the rain. We got some good music for you, man. Peace. Welcome to the Brother Ben X Show. What's your name? Where you calling from? Marie, I'm calling from Dallas. Hey, what's going on? What's your thoughts? You know, I kind of been listening to the callers calling in, and even too, I was happy that you shared the entire sermon. So there was more context to what TJ was saying because I felt like it was an opportunity for people to kind of take that soundbite and run with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then kind of listening to a lot of the callers call in, and it seems as though even with providing that, there still seems to be a lot lost in the context from even the previous callers, um, in which I feel like kind of manifests the disconnect between men and women. 
because it's like you got to know, well, you know, because they want to be independent, they want the power. And I kind of think it goes back to people just wanting reliable people. So if you've consistently been let down or disappointed or you found that you had to do it on your own, naturally you're going to want to do it on your own. And it's not about control. It's about just ensuring that things get done. And so in essence, just like, um, what was it? Um, the minister was saying when a man, when he's wearing his shoes and he's doing the things he needs to do, it's so much easier for a woman to be in her role. Mm. And so in essence, it's like you can't feel shoes that are full. And I constantly, I think, feel like I see on social media a lot, and I just see people talk about, well, there's so many men that don't want the responsibility. Or they, you know, they talk about, like, the women having high expectations or, or wanting them to be a certain way. You know, and we, like, we talked about the music. There was that independent song, and they were promoting black women being independent. Yeah. So I think it's so many elements to it, but it's like everyone's kind of, I want to say to some degree, blaming each other, but then it's like you kind of do, you can only fix yourself. That's right. So even as a woman, I can say, hey, you know, I have no problem with letting a man come in. But obviously, even for me, I would say you're going to have to prove yourself. You're going to need to have action. So it's not going to be just because you said something. You're going to have to show me. Mm. And that's fair. But then the idea of, well, you, I think I've even experienced with something like, well, like you and this action thing. Well, because without the actions, I really, people can say anything, a pretty face says anything. Right. Um, but I feel like we don't see enough. I feel like there, there are men that step up, but there are so many men that don't really step up. Or, you know, it's like, you know, this, this generic, well, black women this or black women that. Believe me, we tired. We are tired. I know so many black women that do not want to even have the strong title. We're tired of being strong and recognized for our strength and resilience. We're wore down. It's killing us. Mm. We we would like for a man to step in and step up and be reliable. Um, I think recently it was like something I was telling some friends, like I'm in business consulting, and I often meet men and they ask for a lot of help regarding what they're doing, their projects, but obviously it's free help because, oh, you know, um, and the conversation I think I had with a friend is, if I can't count on you or rely on you for anything, why would you think that I should be pouring into you? And then going back to even in his sermon, it's unnatural that I can't expect you to pour into me, but you want me to pour into you. Mm, good point. And I feel like we see that like too much. And, and while we have to, we have to, I want to say, let's focus on the positive or the good people. So I don't want to say that, you know, all these stereotypical things, but you see so much, I think, between social media and influence, influences a lot of people's views on things, or even um, kind of how that man went into a tangent about child support, or this or that. It's kind of like we need to stay on focus. Or, and then for him to even mention, what do you say about a woman not making more than me? He, I felt like there's a lack of security there as an individual. Mm. If a woman making more than you makes you uncomfortable, that if anything, then I would think wouldn't you just try to make more money or work harder? Yeah, that's it. That's, that's inspiration. Yeah, that should be motivation. And at one time, I would think that a family or that would have been enough to motivate a man to do more or do better, having children, having a wife. And I, I feel like we don't see that as much. But then it's like, well, y'all need to take a backseat. Take a backseat so now we can have a mediocre life or so we can both do nothing? 
because that makes you feel comfortable because I, I guess I don't have the power or I've even seen where I've seen men that are willing to provide, but they want to treat you bad. So, it, and I want to say my father always raised me to have my own, but not in a way of so I could dominate a man but so that I didn't have to be somewhere that I wasn't being treated properly just because I needed him. And at one time there was a time where the generation of women just had to tolerate whatever they were given. And that's not fair either. And I think that was even brought up where it was like, well, when women have their own, they're less inclined to work it out. Well, tighten up then. Because no one should have to settle or deal with less just because you're providing. Mm. No one should be mistreated because you're providing. Cheated on because you're providing. Because it's like, where are you going to go? Right? Because I'm the provider. Well, now it's kind of it's a little even playing field where you actually have to treat me with some kind of respect. You have to be a good partner. It's not enough. And I think it's like some men are frustrated with the fact that they just can't use that anymore. It's not enough. Because well, where are you going to go? Oh, no, Rufus, I, I have somewhere to go. But I don't think, I don't think by any means are women like, oh, yes, we want to do it all ourselves. Yes, I want to fix my car. I want to pay all these bills myself. No, none of us want to do that. But until we can find someone that we can count on that's going to show up for us, we're going to continue to do what we have to do to survive. Because really, we're not thriving by ourselves. We know that. We know that. And it's not a power play. It's a survival play. Mm, survival. Want to go from survival just, to thriving. Exactly. But I just felt the need to call in because I'm listening to some of the callers. And while some was off topic and some was on, some were on topic, it was kind of like even their viewpoint. It kind of was like, well, did you listen to the sermon? Or even did you listen to this whole podcast? Because... I feel like even the men, they didn't really get the message. So we can have men. My bad. Because it's, like, it's almost as if it was a lack of discernment on their part. You can hear something, but comprehending it or really understanding what's being said. I feel like the mark was missed as far as the comprehension portion of it because some of the things that were being said were, weren't in alignment with what the minister was saying and what T.D. James was saying. Mm -hmm. You know what the question was about. But it almost seemed to some degree like a deflection. Um, and so I kind of just was like, let me kind of call it even from, speak from a woman's perspective because I, I do make decent money. I am in a six-figure range. But guess what? I work hard because I have to. It's not because I want to. I do the things I do for my children because I need to, because they need someone reliable, someone they can count on. And, I, and I've said it a couple times today just in conversation with my friends, just kind of like, it's not that we really want to just do it this way. This is just how we have to do it. Until something changes. Right. Yes, but by no means do I want to be a man's doormat because he can provide for me. Yes, and even too, even when and I feel like there's also like this lack of respect where we don't see like even in the nation of Islam, I feel like they elevate their women. We don't see that typically in the secular world. So you want to provide and you're going back to provide, then you feel you can treat me any kind of way. But if anything, I should be a safe place. Just like you should feel safe with me, I should always feel safe with you. And 
And when a man provides a safe place, women have no problem with submitting. Women love being soft and vulnerable. Like this is, it's almost like it's heavy being strong. It's a burden. It's a weight. You got to walk around here guarded all the time because you don't know what's going to happen because the world is hard. The world is tough. The world is tough on everybody, men included. So imagine what it's like to a woman. Mm. We don't want to have to do that, but we're doing it because we have to. This is just where we at right now until something changes. And if anything, individually, men have to change their thought process. So I know we can't change the paradigm for everybody, but individually, we have to sit there and think about it and how we're going to move. And like I said, I told my girls, I have no problem with being submissive, but can I trust you? Because I can't follow somebody who doesn't have a vision for himself. I can't follow somebody that's not walking his own purpose. I'm almost 40 years old, so I'm even at the point where I'm not looking for a man with potential. He needs to be potential. Mm. He's already walking in whatever he's doing, and I'm adding to it. I'm going to enhance it. What's he already that, has something going. What's that word? You said potential? Potential. Well, that's a good potential. one. He's already doing it. Yeah, I like that. Not, you know, not potential. You need to be potential. Yeah, and, I, and I'm adding to it. He's seen me walking in, in, in my realm and who I am, and he sees what I can bring to what he already has because he already has it. And I'm not saying he has to have it all. I'm not saying he's rich, but I'm saying he's, he's stable. He's, he's secure. And I don't just mean monetarily. I mean mentally. He's secure. When a man can provide mental stability and security for a woman, that's a strong act to follow. And you want to follow that. You know that you're safe. But we're just not seeing a lot of that. And that's why y'all seeing a lot of strong women that, believe me, do not want to be strong. And it's a facade. And if you really took the time to sit there and really get to know a woman, you could possibly break that barrier down because it's not real. It's just what we have to do for the world because, again, this world ain't soft. It ain't soft for nobody. And to be honest, there are things black women, we, we're, we're an ox. We can handle anything. And so it's like we're constantly, everyone's constantly throwing stuff at us. They think they can treat us any kind of way. Oh, you're strong because you're a black woman. No, we're tired. We, too, seek ease and gentleness. We're delicate, but we don't get treated like that. Again, a strong black woman, that cliche exists for a reason. And the world perpetuates that, not just black men, the world. Mm. And we step outside of our house, we're dealing with the world. It ain't just black men. That's right. Well, sister, I thank you for sharing and uh, calling and expressing that. There's a certain, there's a couple of sisters I'm seeing in the comment section saying that you saying everything they would have said. Well, I, I someone just had to come in and say something about it. So, thank you for being available. Keep doing what you're doing. And I appreciate you. All right. You have a good day. Night. You too. All right, family. I want to give a couple shout outs to those who send donations to support the program. I want to give a mean shout out to uh, Regina Simpkins. Thank you, Sister Regina Simpkins. I think you sent this earlier for the other podcast. Shout out to Sharita Balso. You know, I'm sorry about that. Sister Sharita. And then uh, shout out to Brother Josh Mason, one of my top supporters. Brother Josh, always supporting the podcast and the show. Brother Joshua Mason from Detroit. 
I'm sorry, Denver. My bad. Denver, Denver, Denver. Then we got Sister uh, Marie Simmons. I appreciate that, Sister Marie Simmons, for y'all support. Uh, what we're going to do, the sister made me think about something. So I had to go find this clip of the minister. And she was talking about how, you know, the women going out doing certain things. The minister mentioned this before. Since we're talking about the woman working, he said that the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said the woman's home is her base, not her place. All right, let's hear from the minister. So we can have men that are righteous men ready to rule, but where did they come from? Ain't none of us that are ready that came here without the agency of man and a woman. So the time is not for men to rule. Men been messing up rulership for thousands of years. Saying that a woman's place is in the home. Mine. No, her base is the home. But her place is wherever her gift will take her if she's free to be who she really is. <laughs> Boy, people just be saying anything in the crowd. Y'all seen what y'all heard what that brother did at the end? That brother said, Oh, so we can have men to be who she really is. Oh, <laughs> we just be doing anything in the crowd. Oh, oh, good God almighty. Boy, our people, something else. I love it though, boy. We be bringing that energy down with boy. That brother said, oh! <laughs> I'm going to play one more song before we get out of here, man. Listen, again, thank all of y'all who've been tuning in for these past three hours. Now, y'all know I've been doing, when I be in my bag, man, I can do these podcasts six hours at a time. But, uh, man, it's just, it feels good to be back doing these podcasts, man, and be able to dialogue with you all. So thank y'all who supported. Thank y'all who've been here and shared and uh, we're going to end off with this song I'm working on right here. It's called Gotta Go Get It. I ain't done with it yet, but I'm going to just give y'all a sneak peek. And if y'all want to support my music, man, go to brotherbenxmusic.com. Or you can get the songs for as little as $2.22. It is a song right here going to be for everybody who just, um, you know, you're just on the grind, man. You know what I'm saying? You need that song, you got to work out too. You know, you need that song that's just going to motivate you, inspire you to get up in the morning and go do something productive. You know what I'm talking about? You know, this for men and the women who out there got to go get it. All you women who want to be independent. All you women who want to get you a job. Go on. You can do whatever you want to do. But just jam my song while you're doing it. BrotherBenXMusic.com Hey! I gotta go get it, I gotta go grind 24 hours, it's all about time Too many ideas, I'm out of my mind Cause faith without works, it be constantly dying Faith without works, it be constantly yeah. dying Faith without works, it be constantly dying Ooh. Yeah, yeah Hey, I gotta go get it, I gotta go grind 24 hours, it's all about time Too many ideas, I'm out of my mind Faith without works, it be constantly dying mm. yeah. Hey Brother Sharif, all the way from Charlotte. Yeah. yeah, see, 
I gotta grow, I'm changing my psyche, no longer naive, now people don't like me, don't learn how to eat, now they wanna bite me, no longer invite me, they try but can't wipe me, but I'ma go get it by any means, and don't give a damn about enemies, we turn up cheeks, what the hell you mean, I said what I said, either you or me, you or me, what it be, playing side, so check it up in D, pick and roll, step back in three, can't stop the three back in me, try your move and see, TDG, train to go by little old me. That's all I'm going to give you, man. I'm going to just give y'all a little sneak peek. Now, listen, I done told y'all, stop texting. Why y'all texting that number, y'all? Y'all got a comment on YouTube. That's not my personal number where I just text people back. I'm seeing y'all. That's a Google number, y'all. That ain't no real number. Y'all texting that number, man. Call in. That's the call in number. Or if you don't want to call in, put it in the comment section, okay? All right? Now, listen, man, uh, I appreciate y'all. Make sure y'all share this podcast out with your friends and your family. If y'all got, uh, oh, by the way, matter of fact, before we go, if y'all want to get a text message whenever I go live with podcasts, I'm going to give y'all the number. I'm going to tell y'all what to do. Text podcast to 214-884-4644. So before y'all go, make sure y'all text this right now. It's 144 people watching this on Facebook and YouTube combined. Text the word. Podcast, nothing more, nothing less. Just the word by itself. Podcast to 214-884-4644. What that's going to do is that's going to put you on my text list. So whenever uh, whenever I'm doing a podcast, I'm going to text everybody say, hey, here's the topic. I'm going live if you want to tune in. So that way you ain't never got to miss none of the podcast. If you want to always be able to tap into the podcast, okay? And uh, again, if you guys want to support this content monthly, www.supportbenx.com. Or if you all would just like to support via Cash App and support the show, dollar sign, Brother Ben X. Y'all have a blacktastic night, family. Assalamualaikum.